This week's throwback to black goes to a quote from Alice Walker. Don't wait around for other people to be happy for you. Any happiness you get, you've got to get for yourself. Throwback to black, Alice Walker. Now let's start the motherfucking show. My good people, my good people, we are back for a new episode on your dog ass. dog ass. <laughs> it's your boy, Corey Doseki. Because I'm something else. And I want to introduce the man, the myth, the legend. Yeah. Osiris, the, the serve sandwiches master <laughs> shelf. <laughs> The Bali music tis the season to be. The the man that's gonna give you that word in the true motel nigga form. Motel. Is in the motherfucking building. Give it up for my boy Osiris in the building. Bali bitches. Hey. Big up, bro, bro love you. Big bro love you, man. The God hey. is here, man. Hello. The hey, God is here, man. Hey. man. Welcome to the show. Welcome it's gonna to the be show. a good show. We already pulled up, so already. it's gonna be quite interesting, people. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna be good, man. Y'all two uh, raspy voice niggas is gonna be interesting. <laughs> I used to sound like Oh, so just... gonna sound like DMX. Ah, where my dogs at? I'm just grateful, man. I don't sound like a bitch no more, man. <laughs> you had a great. moment where you sound like that? Hell yeah, oh, man. No. Full puberty. <laughs> Pre-pubescent voice. Oh yeah, man. Like post pubescent <laughs> voice now. Post pubescent voice. I remember man. the first time I met Osiris, man. We was outside of uh, goddamn. What was that? Uh, Sway. Sway. We was outside yeah. of Sway. I remember that. And then he walked up. He was like. Hey, your dog. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong? <laughs> yeah, he was looking for T. She had. She needed to put I'll something in her car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like, yeah Yo, T. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Where your car? I need I need to put my bag in there. I was like, is he is he angry or normal? Nah, man. I'm, oh <laughs> he come across so aggressive it's on the okay. tone. Yeah, I love okay. T.R., man. That's my baby boo, man. I love her, man. Yeah, shout yeah. out to you. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't angry, man. I just the tone was like I didn't know what to do. Yeah. I don't know. I don't I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, I just sound like this now, like, man. That's just the way he talked. Yeah, yeah. Real talk. I was loud. Man. I wasn't prepared for it. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was dope. I wasn't prepared when it changed, man. <laughs> but it's just happening. Thank God. I used to sound like a soprano, you know? Oh, man. That's where the singing voice come from. Nah. <laughs> nah, not at all, man. So welcome to the show, Big Dog. Appreciate show, you, man. man. Shout out to Power show. Lunch Hour for having it, man. It's having so me, too, man. Already. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. So where the name Bali come from, man? man Can I, I ask that question? Man, yeah, you, you you digging deep. I, I, that's right like, that's like Tucci. That's like asking Lil Wayne what the fuck Tucci you know man. Tucci man. You can't ask what Bali means. If you don't know Bali, you don't know the move. <laughs> it's a spiritual meaning behind it. Okay. okay. Lil Bro know all about it. Okay. Hey man, that's something that we study, man. I came straight from the academy, man. Harlem, man. So we so we uh we we built on a lot of things, man, as far as like our spirituality and knowing that we gods and everything. Okay. And so Bali just, you know what I'm saying, just a reference to the fact that uh yeah, you know what I'm saying, I got that one twenty. And you know you need that 120 to get the other 120, and the other 120 to get that 360 degrees. Mm. So that's where the Bali comes from, man. If you know something about it, 
you know what I'm saying, then you can come holler at me, man. But other than that, man, it's just it's just the name that I that I was blessed with, man, by getting that knowledge, wisdom, and understanding, man. Okay, so already. That's, that's what it so is. Get on your Google. It's another level. And learn some new shit. Read a book. You can't go to the Google, man. You gotta go to the poor righteous teachers for that. Oh, you gotta mm. go to the real. You, got you, you gotta go, you to, gotta the go to the source. You got yes. to. You gotta, you gotta go, go to, to a source, source, man. You gotta go face to face with it, man. Okay. Okay, that's what's up. So, I always wanted to know that, you know. Right. right yeah, man. We right. you gonna we can build on that off 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 the uh, the mic. I got man. you. First yeah. commercial break is going down. I'm, I'm, Already, I'm yeah, 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 going yeah, down. yeah, yeah, yeah. We definitely gonna that. take we can you up do that, on that, man. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna come back. But Bali is here, man. Bali for everybody. Bali in the house. In the house. Yeah, you like it. Yeah. So, man, the 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 last project, tis the season to be Bali. Yeah. Shout out to the season to be. Bali, yeah, uh, man. I told you before. I think it was at a function that you know I really fuck with that album. All right, I appreciate right. you for I that, too. man. It's uh, uh you, you you probably fuck with it more than me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I've been though. You know, you put it <laughs> out there, you let it let it just you know what I'm saying grow on its own organically. Right. Uh, yeah. You know, what I'm I had saying? to. So I had to. I just think that it was it was well put together, and I mean, I think as far as uh, Little Rock artists. Mm-hmm. Uh, as if you want to classify, I think your range is so is so broad, right? Yeah, uh, right. Yeah. And I think that album, if you ain't listened to it, it's one you need to fuck with, man. Because I still bump it in, in rotation. Right. And I think you did a great Let job. Let me tell you the sleeper hit on it to me. What's, what's that? Like now, syrup sandwiches is my shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. shout out to Boaz. That's his shit too. Man. That's my shit. But yeah. the sleeper will spin me around. Why don't you? That's not man. a sleeper. That's hey, that was a hit right there. Hey, that, that was maker. my. That's my man, track right there. Then you know what I'm saying. My 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 family from Chicago, man. And so when I did that song right there, man, I had to uh, basically do something for all the the steppers. Right. Right. And, and, and when I heard that song, I was like, this is the perfect opportunity to do that. Okay. And so the steppers came out on Spin Me Around. My boy, man, uh, his uh, his wife had gone through an ordeal where she had to get an organ transplant. And he said, like, the first thing he was going to do was uh, make sure they made a dance video to that. Yeah. yeah. And so, man, but other than that, man, it, it, like, what I wanted to bring out with that one was... uh. That family reunion feeling, right? Yeah. That, right, that right. like, oh, you we had to cook out. It's Saturday night. Oh, turn the radio up. Let's go ahead and uh, dance our troubles away on this one. Right. And so this one right here, man, the catchy hook, the music, spin me round, man. It's called cruel, actually, but oh, okay. everybody didn't started calling this spin me round. So I was just like, yeah. hey, yeah. of course, man, I, I, I'm embracing that. Yeah, yeah. that's dope. You so, know it's official when people change the name of the song yeah. to what they know it is. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I feel you what your name might be, but that's spin me round. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that, I mean, the song is dope. I just think it, it has... It, it, it has one of those uh, everlasting feels, you know, one of those yeah. songs that's going to be around for a long right. time, yeah. and, you know, and I feel, you know, when you first listen to uh, Child of Gambino, Redbone, right, and Redbone. you think that song right there is, is one of those songs you can play anytime, right, and you be like, you get that feel, right, I think yeah. Spooning Around will give you that same feel yeah. that's going to be around. Man, and I, I feel like the goal of any artist, regardless of how known you are, what genre you in, whatever, man, you want to create some timeless music Fact. that is that is like yeah we gonna play it in 2017 but in 2083 yeah you still gonna like this yeah. in 
and and thirty. Yeah. Twelve, it's yeah, still gonna still be something like still gonna rock. Too. And, and, and and of course, the age ranges change right. because of that. But it doesn't matter. It's still good music. It still so we, feel good. Music. Yeah. It feel good music. Right. It's good music, and it's pe- it's music that people can relate to. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's and like that's it, the goal. If you play uh, "Let's Get It On," right, people still gonna rock with "Let's Get It On" because they know what it means. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> you, play, you play, right play that around, too. you be like, "Oh, that's hey, that's that turn shit. that shit up." You that's know, what that's the goal, man, especially in this day and age, yeah. right? Because like, like most of these artists live off streams, uh-huh. and so like they be trying to get it real quick and just putting out singles. So the albums are like obsolete now, but. You know what I'm saying? When you can create songs that just got replay appeal for like years and years and years. Like I work with children, man. It's like, man, they still playing uh, Back That Ass Up. Right. Yeah. Still to this day. To this day. Yeah. Like if I put that on at a party when I'm throwing it for the chi- for the children and the youth, man, they still going to turn up. They just like, <laughs> man, they remember that. We're we talking about 16-year-olds, 15-year-olds. Yeah, that's the, that's I don't know when that song got put out, but I know it when. 16 years ago, Hell I know nah. that much. That was getting conceived. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. Exactly. I think I was 16 when that bitch came out. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> What's so, your favorite track off that album? Off that album? Man, uh, shit. I know man. it's your baby, but it's going to be one that you just was like. That's actually my third album, you know what I'm saying? But that was just the first one that was internationally distributed. Right. And so, uh, man, but like, honestly, real talk, I'm so tired of the album because I listened to it for so long. Man, I don't I don't really have like a favorite. Yeah. Like I have my moments when like, oh, okay. I want to what is it? Like I think it's like 16, 17 tracks deep. Right. And so like Spin Me Around Crew was like my favorite for a while. Okay. Then I had went through stages where Black Rebel was and Black um, Rebel's dope. Black Rebel. Was. Black Rebel. And then, you know what I'm saying? My first song that I recorded off the album was Feet don't dry, so that was cool. What and about then, that homecoming track? Man, the homecoming track was it was just necessary. Right, right. Like real talk, like mm-hmm. I wrote it. Explain so the fast. process with that. Well, we'll go ahead. No, I'm just saying I wrote it so quick because I was just like, I'm going through these emotions every day seeing the news. And then I got my boy Magnolia Elvis on the track, mm-hmm. and I was just like, dude, like man, me and you then linked up several times on on music before, but I wanted people to hear a serious side of you right and that's how i want to close the album i was like i want to make people think but uh the homecoming track you know what I'm saying it's definitely one of my favorite tracks on the album because it's just a reflection of like what's going on in the world right now right right people, it was dead we got on. people like colin kaepernick who can't even get a job from the feelings of that track right right but uh you know what i'm saying like er- at one point every track was my favorite because when you record them when you record a track, it's like you can't get away from it for like a few days. Right, right. He's like, now nah, I want to hit it over and over and over and over Especially again. Especially when it like, it clicks Yeah, when you go into the you. studio. Right. Studio sessions, man, minimum is like two hours. Yeah. So hearing the song over and over again, and then you leave, you're just like, I want to hear it again. Mm-hmm. And especially somebody like me, because I'm like, I want to go back and fix it if it's, if something's wrong with it. Mm-hmm. But at every at some point, every song is my favorite. Yeah. I feel like "Cruel" is the best song on there. Right. But like, I feel like who my favorite rapper is don't necessarily mean who my who do I, who I think is the best rapper. Right. My mm-hmm. favorite rapper might be this person. My favorite singer might be this person. But the best at singing, the best at rapping, might not mean the same thing because I I, I look at it from a technical point of view. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, like every every song has been my favorite at some point, man. But like recently, I'll just say like I've been listening to songs on my album, I'm like Surf Sandwich, yeah. and uh, you know, I say I've been listening to um, Niggas Wife and My Kills. <laughs> that, that, that song just, just always popping in my head, man. And uh, I like Stanley, Stanley Burrell too. That's one of my especially favorite songs. Especially Lil Rock, niggas. Niggas be wife for your kills a Lil Rock. <laughs> Facts. I had to. Facts. That was the time was I got necessary. hated on so much. Facts. Yeah, I was just facts. like, look, don't don't hate me because I was there before you. Yeah, right. You don't never get mad at people from going to a Park Avenue before you went to it in Dallas. Yeah, you yeah. just like, yo, I told you it was popping. You went there, right? You yeah. went there. Was it not popping? Was, did you not have a good time? So was the gush is good? Were yeah. you not? I told you the gush was good. Was I the head told you good? in the time. I told you the head would be good. Was I lying? Was I lying? I didn't lie. Did yeah. I lie? I didn't lie. Hey, wife them. Don't be mad at me. Don't be mad at me. Yeah. I told you where to be. I put you in a position. Right. I gave you the alley. I gave you the game. Why you dunked it? Yeah. Are you mad you scored? Yeah. <laughs> what, what you mad at me for? Yeah. Nah, don't be mad. Don't you be scored. Mad. Please don't be You got mad. a stat. Last, be all star now. You be know? all star. Last week, Duke <laughs> gave you the biggest shout out on the show, man. Uh, tell us about what it is, how it feels working with Duke. <laughs> Man, man, you know, me and Duke, man, we would have been through it, man. We didn't know each other for a long time. Right, that's what he said. Yeah, so, man, like, shout out to Duke, man. Hands down, man. Tis the season to be Bali wouldn't be possible without Duke. He know it. He probably don't even want to hear it. Yeah. But every track on there outside of one got was first recorded with him. So the litmus test was done with him from the jump and he pushed me through the whole project through that project i had a child and yeah. anybody that had a child know like oh man you gotta sit down and chill out for a while yeah mm -hmm. man he pushed me to get right back into the booth after i had my sit down and chill period and that's coming from a dude that got you know what i'm saying you know what I'm saying more than one child yeah, yeah so you know what i'm saying for him to push me through that whole, for him to push me to the booth to record it, cause I was really like, I don't, man, like I said, this is my third, right? Yeah, I ain't need, I ain't feel the need to come back and do nothing else. I'm not trying to be a platinum star or anything like that. I just do it for the, for the therapeutic reasons, right? And for the for culture, the, yeah, for the culture, man. I just do this, man, because I love it. I got wake up and I sing, and I wake up and I rap, right. and I want to write. But to take that and, and push it inside the booth and be like, yo, come up with something, right? And then you quit doing it. And then he be like, yo, come back and finish what you started. Yeah. That's the most important. That's, that's why I love my dude, man. You know, that, that amongst other things. You know right. what I'm saying? He, he, you know what I'm saying? He's a good guy and he look out for you, man, when you're friends. But, man, he, like, you know what I'm saying? Besides me getting up and there and doing it, he, like, one of the sole reasons why I got done. Yeah. That's what's up. So yeah, you know, it's Real always gonna be a dude. shout out to Duke Cigar. Yeah. And he's one of them type of people that, you know what I'm saying, you got a homeboy or something like that that don't allow you to repay him back for what you did. Right. That's the type of dude he is. Yeah. He so you really feel like you is. own for life. Yeah, he really is. You know is what I'm saying? Because he won't he won't ever allow he, you to big him up. He won't ever he'll like, ah man, I, let me give you some money. Nah, nah, don't do it. Man, <laughs> so that's why I fuck with him. Yeah. yeah. Off top. Always, and I will, because, you yeah. know, even if you change up, 
man, I owe loyalty to him. Yeah. Right. And I'm that, a loyal person, you know? Yeah, that's one thing I, I love lately about our Little Rock scene that is kind of growing with a camaraderie yeah. against local, with local talent yeah. is what it is. You see everybody working on somebody else's project or helping out Damn. on somebody's project. So, yeah. People didn't put that bullshit behind them. Hell yeah. Get yeah. that bullshit behind you. Ain't nobody famous. Strong folk shit. So, how do you feel about the local scene now than it was a couple years ago? Like, how do you feel currently right now? Man, every genre is different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we were just talking on some local artists earlier. Like, niggas got to get out their feelings. Facts. Like, real talk. Like, you rap, but you know 400 rappers. Mm-hmm. So you can get mad about the fact that fans don't show up, but you need to be more upset about the fact that like you expect all these other rappers to show up. It's not right. their job to be your fan. Their job is to be artists. Yeah. Right. So while you passing through shows and passing out flyers and CDs mad at these rappers, they won't bomb or buy your next ticket to your next show. Think about all the people in Kroger that you pass by that you never hand out your ticket to or your flyer to. Right. Yeah. Right? Because that is your audience. Yeah. Right. That's that's who's going to listen to it. That's it's Little Rock. It's a small out. market. Yeah, yeah, very much so. You got a show on Thursday night, they probably at home. Right. Unless you contact them and let them know you come to your show. Yeah. So I think that, like, you know what I'm saying, on the hip-hop scene, I think people need to realize what's their target audience and where their fan base is. Their fan base is at home. How can you reach them at home? you got to catch them in other places. Right. Because they're not coming to the shows. Right. Yeah. So you either need to effectively use social media mm-hmm. or you need to get out in these streets and run into them. Right. And, and and intrigue them. Right. Man, all I can speak is on the R&B scene, hip-hop scene, and reggae scene because that's the scenes that I'm most, and poetry and spoken word scene. Yeah, right. Those are the scenes that I'm most closely connected to. Like uh, country, rock, they don't have the same type of problems. That's why these rappers can't book no venues. They don't have no electronic press kit. They don't have uh, their networking skills yeah, because yeah. they think that it just should happen with them doing a, a dope song. Yeah. And no other mentality, as far as like black music, nobody else has that mentality. They they feel like they got to go grind out there and do things. Man, R&B singers, rap singers, man, I mean rappers, we are the only ones that feel like we made a dope song, people should you gravitate should go to us. You should go hit it. It don't happen like that. Yeah. Right. That's business. Yeah. You can have the best burger in town. If nobody right knows about it. people ain't chewing it. Right. Then what does it matter? Right. Yeah. That's true. That's I, I mean, you know what I'm saying? So you got to get that networking mindset. You got to get your business together. That's basically what it is. You got to start Get a your foundation. business together. Get yeah. your promotion together. That's all it is. Yeah. Right now, I feel like we moving in a better direction. But it's then it took us a long time. Long a lot of people time. like not listening. Yeah. Basically to be like, oh, yeah, so now we need to do this. Man. You could have been doing this, man. Could have been I think the biggest problem as far as our city is that uh, nobody's really blown, blown. And yeah. I think a lot of people want to be the first to blow. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not going to allow you to be the first to blow. The camaraderie. Yeah. The I don't camaraderie. Want, I want to be the first. We've had, so, we've had yeah. several people propose the idea of like, look, this is a hot artist. The single is doing numbers here. Yeah. Let's all get behind them and push them. Yeah. And every time that's been presented, people be like, yeah, yeah, we're going to push this person. Then when it comes time to do it, yeah. it's like, I'm going to be self-centered. Yeah. Right. 
Because I'm, I'm trying to do my own thing. I'm trying to do yeah. my own thing. Yeah. I don't want them to get But the thing is, other cities, shit. like, you can you can look at Houston. Houston, all the Houston artists promote other Houston artists. All the yeah. Atlanta artists promote other Atlanta artists. Right. You can't have the crabs and, and barrel you know, mentality. Well, I was just about to say it before you said it. Well, the crabs in the barrel. Yeah. You can't be afraid of somebody else's success affecting your success. Yeah. Can't nobody edit your prophecy. Yeah. Right. You supposed to be there. You're going to be the things that, that you're doing supposed to propel you to a better place. Right. Can't nobody affect that. Yeah, it was written already. Right. So if you feel like that's going to affect you, affect you, then you're probably not predestined to let that happen. Yeah, yeah. that's facts. I mean, and, and, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, I'm a spiritual person, so I feel that way. But a lot of people got a religious mentality and don't have a spiritual mentality. And that's why it's fucked up for you. Mm -hmm. Because your belief and your school of thought and your ideology got you feeling some type of way. That's not my fault. That's probably your parents' fault. Yeah. That's probably the people that brought who, you up. Who, brought who you raised up. these people? Who, who raised, who raised you? <laughs> who raised you? Because I got several people who raised me. Yeah. I got several people who raised me. More than a father, but that's not where it stops at. Right. Yeah. It's a village. It takes it's a, a village. It's a village. And everybody got to embed something in you. Mm -hmm. So... If you got missing elements to you, I can't do nothing for you unless you come to seek some type of guidance. Right. If that ain't the case, then go and do your thing. for yourself right. and then figure it out on your own time. You'll, right. fi you'll find out later. And when you hit 40 or 50, then <laughs> we'll hear your explanation. But in, until the end, man, all I can do is tell you, man, like support who you love, support what you like. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Ain't going to take nothing away from you because everything that's predestined for you and everything that's there for you and, and your work ethic will put you in a place to succeed. Right. Yeah. That's it, man. That's right. true. Speaking of kids, man, we want to talk about some of the work you do with kids. I didn't know you do this much work to kids that I uh, popped yeah, up man. on you one day. I was like, damn, you work over here too? <laughs> man, yeah, man. I work with the Boys and Girls Club of America. Yeah. Do a lot of work with them. Man, working with several nonprofits. What do you think is the biggest challenge with the generation coming up? You know, we want to blame everything Disconnect, on, disconnect. Right. Because, you know what I'm saying, people act like they never was young before. Mm -hmm. So maturity is a great thing. But, you know what I'm saying, at the same time, man, man, I hate when motherfuckers act like they ain't never been young before. Right. I know all the stupid shit I did. Right. Yeah. I get upset when I see stupid shit get done. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, yeah. like, I, when, I, when I see something stupid getting done, I think back to the times that... I found myself in handcuffs. The times I've been kicked out of places. The times I had to go to court. And I realized, I'm like, it happened to me. Right. Mm -hmm. I can't sit there. The rationale is, 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 is a motherfucker. It really is. And so, like, when they do that, I just listen to them. I'm like, yeah, I was there before. But listen to this right here. Mm. I wish I had to, had to do that. Right. And so, like, that's what I try to, like, preach to, like, Adults, parents, people that's in their mid-20s and up. It's like, dude, you went through a whole maturation process all before that. Right. You know what I'm saying? It, 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 it ain't to say, like, excuse it, but try to understand and relate to it. Yeah, because right. so you I was there at one point in time. And you was there at one point. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I just try to say this right here, man. Uh, my thing is, like, you know, try to 
work with the youth and understand where they're coming from and just just be there when they need you because it's like instances where they don't want nothing to do with you and they want to just go do what they want to do. Right. I was there. Everybody was there. Everybody been Everybody didn't phone. listen to their parents. Right. So if you didn't even listen to your parents, or make you think you're going to listen to somebody in the community. Yeah. But, you know what I'm saying, you know, I work with the youth boys and girls club. I've done things with a lot of charitable organizations. Man, I done been to every hood and tried to do something positive with it. If somebody want to pull me in on a back-to-school thing, hey, this is what I can do for you. I host an event. I gather supplies. Man, I feel like the, the plight of everyday people, including, you know what I'm saying, all races, but specifically when it comes to my community and my people, man, that's what motivate me because I see my people struggling and the plight of everyday people is paramount. So I don't worry necessarily about people who got kids coming out of six figure homes. Right. I worry about the folks who ain't you know what I'm saying, got uh, two pennies to pinch. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right. So that's where I'm at Trying with to make him, a dollar out of 15. Yeah, man. And right. so that's why I'm at. So I, you can catch me all over the community doing things. You can look me up, man. I done did protests, back school drives, parties, dances, man. I saw you did the uh, the promotion for the the – the party at Billy Mitchell. Yeah. Uh, for the, for and the, then for on the, the 18th, I got I got Metro Plus. We got the, uh, what is it, the rap game, Jermaine Dupree show. Yeah. Then we got Detronada and Nova coming over through that. Oh, it's and going it's, down. Yeah, yeah. And, and we got police presence on that, man. Yeah. And, and, and I'm somebody that's always been leery of the police. Yeah. My first experience with the police was not good. Right. Even to this day, they still not good. <laughs> and I realized... I noticed and acknowledged the, the the cops out there that that fool with me and my mentality right, right. and want to do something good, and we bring them on to these events because right. we know that they're not going to be angry showing up right. yeah. or expecting be happy us. To be so, yeah, so we got something going on this Friday coming up, but on the 18th, we got, we're bringing in celebrities. Right. And, man, shout out to my dude, uh, Calvin. He bringing in, you know what I'm saying, some sponsorship for that. And we just trying to provide some positivity because after yeah. that, uh, what was the dude? Uh, Finesse two times yeah. right. came through Little Rock. Yeah. Oh, this just made us seem like we was back in the game. Back in the game. And I want, to, I, want to, I want to ask you about that because since you work with the youth so much and you're so involved with them, how did you feel after that event happened? Because there's a lot of young people in, in there that was involved with that. Man, I was upset because I was about to go in there. Right. Yeah. One of the, the kids that I mentor. Power Ultra Lounge had just started a record label. Okay. And one of the kids that I work with had actually was getting ready to sign to the record label. Okay. So I called her to perform on the 18th on the Metroplex show. Yeah. And she's like, I'm having my signing party uh, in Power that night, and I'm performing. Right. And so me and my dude Zoe was like, we're going to pull up. We're going to have a good time and come out there and celebrate you signing. Yeah. I pulled up outside probably like... Two hours before all that stuff happened. Right. Hey, man, I don't really feel like going up here. Okay. Right. Well, let's tip on out. Yeah. I stayed downtown. Man, we rode around with the Twab, with the Envy and everything. Came back to my crib to go get something before we head to our next spot. I'm sitting outside. I'm just saying, da, 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 da. I'm thinking, it's 4th of July weekend. I'm here. Right. Bah, 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 oh, so bah, you, bah, bah, bah. you heard it. 
I was outside of my place. I stayed like three, four it. blocks away. Yeah. yeah. Heard it. Yeah. I'm like, man, they popping fireworks early over there. I'm hearing the whole thing go down. When I wake up in the morning, all my family, because I hardly got no family in Arkansas, text, text, missed call. I'm just like, what the hell? What the yeah. hell's going on? Right. I see that pop across my timeline on every social media outlet. Yeah. I'm like, oh, so I got to start returning these phone calls. Let me off the Because they know why I do my business right. in the nightlife. Man. First thing I do is call my little mentee. You good? She ain't answer. You good? Text her. I was right there by the stage. I just hit the ground and started praying. That I didn't get hit, that no bullet touched me, that I didn't get trampled. People was jumping out windows. Right. This right. shit made like major Absolutely. news. Yeah, yeah, for real. Yeah. And she was supposed to supposed to sign. Yeah. So it, it man, it came on a different level from being out there early on and making the choice to be like, nah, nah. I'm not gonna right. go. Yeah. So it was crazy. You know what I'm saying? And then on top of that, one of the few old black businesses. Yeah. Right. That is like a club here. Like what we got? Twa, Jazzies, and Envy. Envy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. That's it. That's it. So if it happened to Power, I was just like, you know, and I know the owner of Power. And I was just like, dang, it's crazy. Yeah. But, you know what I'm saying? We got to, that's one of the reasons that pushed me into like, look, a 16-year-old got shot there. Mm -hmm. And from what I understand, he got paralyzed from that. And so I was just like, you know, I got to provide something for that age group to do because if it was something for his age group, trust me, uh, no 16-year-old wants to kick it with a 27-year, 28-year-old, a 30-year-old right. person. No. Right, no. It's but, only when they when it's getting pushed and like, ain't nothing else going ain't on. Ain't nothing else to do. Right, right. And that's why I applied you doing the, the thing at Billy Mitchell because when I was a young nigga in school, you Billy had, Mitchell was the spot. Billy Mitchell oh, was hell the yeah. Time. Billy Mitchell was the spot. Billy that's Mitchell, what I talked about. Carver. 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 Yeah. Rick's Army. Rick Armory. All the industry. All of that. We had yeah. all these things to do and to, they don't to occupy our time. time. Yeah. And they don't have anywhere to go. They got nah. nothing to go but so, parking lots when I When I put the flyer out for the party at the Boys and Girls Club, the uh, whoever was promoting another part was like, "Don't go here," and I laughed. Cause I was like, "With some kids saying they was xing out my fly on like Instagram," and, and was like, "Don't go to this," cause we were the only two parties competing for the night. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And I was like, and yeah. I was like, I don't care. Like, I wanted to be options. Yeah. As right. adults, we all got options to go to. Right. Because we're twenty one and up. We grown. Yeah. It's like, dude, you can go to any bar, any club you want to. Right. Yeah. There's no need for the. Uh, for the cross promotion, there's no need for the uh, make your choice. Hate right. pick, yeah. But it literally was one party that was like, "Don't go there." And my party was a success in my mind because when I did it, I was able to pay the cops, the DJ, the staff, and it was you know what I'm saying it wasn't thirty people there. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying we had a nice crowd for a big venue, right? Yeah. And so that's why I was just like, dude, I'm providing something extra. And you gave him an yeah. option to gave do instead of doing the, the stuff. That yeah, exactly. I went to uh, Billy Mitchell. It was all good. Yeah. And then the thing about it is, like as adults, we love that option. Yeah. Right. We go somewhere and we see, oh man, ain't nobody here. I'm gonna go somewhere right. else. I'm gonna go somewhere else. We can get in our car. A lot of times they get dropped off. Yeah. Right. So you can't go nowhere else. He's stuck. 
Yeah. yeah, unless you got like a mature friend that's like, I got a car, we rolling all around town. And then we talking about an issue of money. Mm-hmm. Right. So where it costs ten, fifteen, twenty dollars to go to a lot of this stuff we doing, we talking about five dollars. Right. So even if you choose that, you like you might have an extra five. Yeah. Right. Well, I even think, if I only got five, it's like at least I paid the five. Right. right. I mean, once I saw your flyer about Billy Mitchell, it brought me back when we was in school. Taking it back. And, and we that, kicked it. We kicked it. Well, yeah. I'm gonna tell you something about these kids now. They sorry as fuck. I'm gonna just keep it real. Remember how we used to do it? We go to the clubs and go. To, well, no, not the clubs, but the parties. Yeah, yeah. Man, we be. We did the have wall. the Wrangler. Yeah, the Wrangler. Mm-hmm. We be on the wall ready for a female to come over and work it out on us. Yeah. yeah. Oh my! I don't have no shame in explaining this to you because I'm not talking from a teenage perspective. I'm talking from a grown man perspective right. with the women I'm talking about. Now, I used to be teenage kids when I was teenage kids. Yeah, okay. Man, they don't even hardly dance with each other no more. Oh, no. Even more girls dancing on each other than the guys yeah. dancing oh, on each other. Oh, wow. Oh, no. Yeah. So, they, like, they party be lame if you don't really, like, pump them up. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm looking at them like, dude, y'all mad, but y'all not jumping on these feet. Like, everybody the generation that changed, yeah, man. It has. It's like the dude standing around in the huddle and talk and the girls dance on each other. Yeah. I yeah. swear, go to any party now, unless it's like three, four hundred pe- people there, then yeah, then they, they change it up a little bit. But like, don't go to no party and expect like all the guys to be, man, it, it's so a different. Whole different they scared game. to dance. Slow dancing yeah. don't even exist no more, so that's one thing. Oh, oh that's no. a problem right there. See, that's slow dancing. But there ain't no music for it. Yeah. I mean, Ram can do that. Yeah. Right. Play spin me around all the time. But Lil Uzi Vert ain't got nah, no nah. slow dance music nah. for him. Lil Uzi Vert got a nigga he fucking trying to holler at. So it ain't hey, right. No, no. Hey, name an artist right now in the next 30 seconds that got slow dance music that is under 30. Mm, I can't give you that. One. I can't give you that. Because even one. Chris Brown's song, he raping a bitch. He in his 30s, I think. Uh, is he in his 30s? I don't know. But you know. But I'm just saying, That's they don't true. create that music anymore. So the uh, physical interaction is it's is not, not there. there. And it's I'm not there. mad at anything like that. I don't want little kids to be grinding, grinding on and grinding the arcade like we used to. Right. Because you know, when I was in school, when you played a uh, red light special, you're you going to get that work. You're getting that work. You can get, you that gonna get that red light special. I still work. remember her from this night. Yeah, yeah. She gave me that work when I was in school. Yeah, I got yeah. red light special. It was but a look. party at Dunbar. I caught the flu because I was on dance floor. I was hot. I was sweating. I stepped, I kept my dance going though. I thought I you got the, I thought you got the flu because you was like tongue kissing on do a, a slow song. No, that not, would be the better story. Not was, this time. Okay, not this time. The flu because it was hot. I, I sweated myself. He got out. this hot in every teenage. I sweated myself out. I walked outside. It was cold as shit. Your pores was yeah, okay. It, it didn't. It didn't work too well. Nah, it don't your, work. Your too story well. wasn't really uh, intriguing. I thought you was going like you know, I was tongue kissing this chick. No, no, listen to R. Kelly. She got mono. She had mono. I was fortunate. I didn't go that far. I'm just. Saying though, man, man, but they you ain't got to worry about that. That's why I do the parties, but I always bring the police on that, yeah, on the on the site, yeah. because but they party and kick it a whole it's different, different vibe, way, man. man. Yeah. But I, I still think that's amazing because you need to give them options. Give they, them. They op- don't have nothing to do. They need options, yeah. man. Just like we had options, they need options. That's why we always, you know, what I'm saying, could step out the house on a Friday and a Saturday night. Yes. Even like during the daytime, like they don't even be doing wet fest no more, man. No, nah. no. Nah. You know, everything they do is like through phone now. Through us, it was like, 
You got to be. Where there. are you going? Where are you going? I yeah. got to be there. Okay, we're going to be there in five days. All right. <laughs> we're going to be there. That's the plan we come up with. This is the last no flyer. Right. That's the last communication I have with you. You might get a three-way. In five days, I'm going to see you. You might get a three-way phone call two days before the event with everybody yeah. that's going to be there. You going to be there? You going to be there? You going to be there? And then now it's just kind of like, okay, we talking about what we're going to do two, three weeks in advance. People start competing, start changing it up. Uh, People get in trouble because they beefing on social media. Yeah. They meet up for fights now. Fights just happen. <laughs> yeah, they 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 stage the fight. They they playing out their fights. They meet up. They meet up. And of all places, they meet up in the mall. At the mall. Fights. The mall. We because never. We look. We that's never, sacred ground. That was yeah. hollow ground. You don't fight at the mall. Nah, because we never wanted to get kicked out the mall. Right. I remember when the, the mall, mall used to times. have movie the movie theater in it. Right. You was there all day when Park Plaza had that movie. Park theater? Plaza closed down at nine o'clock. Right. The movies was going on to midnight. We right. had to figure out a way to stay there to midnight. You got to. I've been kicked the mall several times growing up, but you know that's I've what it is. I've never been kicked out the mall. Yeah, I was at the mall all day. Oh, that was man. that was my babysitter. But I was as a grown man. I went to the mall on a Saturday. Yeah. And I went to the mall to buy some shit because uh-huh. I'm an adult, yeah. and I saw my nephew in there. My nephew, yeah. my nephew was like, "What up, unk?" I'm like, "What up, bro?" He's like, "What you doing in here? You got a girl." <laughs> I, I was like, "What? Yeah. Why you up in here? You got a girl? What you doing in the mall?" To buy shit? What the to fuck buy shit? Mean? What the mall is for? They go to the mall. It's a social event. Yeah, that's it. I go to the mall. Yeah. I'm on cops and shit. Man, yeah. I remember, man. Going to the mall used to be a social event. Yeah, yeah the it was thing to do. I remember when I got Y'all my went first up to the mall tattoo. today? Man, I had wore a cut-off shirt just to show off my tattoo. <laughs> you had to. Or roll a sleeve up. Yeah. Well, you know, I had wore a cut-off. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, it's still the thing when you go to a different city, though. You're like, what the mall talking about? Yeah, everybody yeah, want to go to the man. mall to see what's up in the mall. Yeah. And, and it's the malls are the same damn near everywhere. Everywhere you go. It's just more stores here and less stores there. Yeah. Well, the mall show you the level, the the the... the Quality of, of chicks in the city. Yeah, you know you go you go to you the tell mall. Tell what side of town you on too by the mall you at. You're like, oh, yeah. this is a hood side of town. I went to Detroit, okay. man. Detroit, man. I've been to a lot of cities. Detroit. I love you, Detroit. But y'all, hey, the quality. What? Who? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like Cardi B. Now who was the one? Flint ain't even got Amber clean Rose. water. Amber Rose Amber got Rose. all them feeling cheap. Hey, yo, Flint ain't even got clean water. So like nah. the mall, I ain't even yeah, expecting the mall to be a whole lot. It's like, man, they can't even, you know Speaking what I'm saying? Speaking of which, let's get into these topics. Hold on, I got one question, though. What's up? Well, it's not a question. It's a statement, though. You had a show at South Domain. Yeah. I think it was your uh, your own show. I don't, I had two shows that was my own show in the last four I didn't, months. I don't, I don't think with the second one. The first one, uh, you you had uh, Duke was there. He came and performed. I don't know if he performed the second one. But... Uh, that show really showed me your range because oh, right. you was up in there, man. You was you you did just your verses and you was rapping and then motherfucker got the singing and shit, singing and you shit. You know what I'm saying? And then he shut it down at the end. Yeah, I like this motherfucker. Are you talking about sh- this gospel at the end? Yes, yes. yes okay. uh, but I mean, he had the whole fucking joint. Right. Jumping! I watched you do Snapchat. It was dope. As that shit. motherfucker, yeah. dog, and I just think uh, and, and, and Duke and Duke, I that, and Duke gave you props on that. Like your range is so is so broad. Like yeah, you, you, I don't know. As far as the Lil Rock scene, you're not as as visual as other artists. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. so I just think that you know, with your talent, I I think you should be more visual in the city. I should what, be. What do, you, what do you feel is 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 as other artists compared? Well, as, man, as, as you being as visual as everybody else. Man, with me, man, you know, for one, that's one thing that I have worked on on upcoming 
album is being more visual with like, you know, saying my people, because I'm I'm more known for being like an activist and a poet and everything. True, mm-hmm. true. And uh, but man, like just to be honest with you, man, I've been doing this for a long time, and um, I got spoiled as an artist. Yeah. It's like it's like. And this is like factual stuff. This is not hypothetical, like reasoning or anything. It's like basically like, okay, when people outside of your city and your state recognize your talent mm-hmm. and the folks from back home just like, ah, oh, man, it'd be nice to have you feature and everything like that. But when you can go out of town, when I realized it, I was like, okay, they want me to come do this show here out of town. I've never been paid this amount of money. Why do don't why do they want me to pay? Why do they want to pay me this amount of money? Mm-hmm. It's bigger than two of my paychecks from my job. Right. Put together. And then I say, yeah, I'm gonna do it. And then they say, What's your writer? Not knowing what a writer was. Right. It's based, your list of demands. Your list you of demands right. of the artist. Right. I didn't to, know that. Okay. Yeah. 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 To like basically your, be like. Your green room. What you want yeah. in your green room? What do you want in your green room? What do you want before you get to your performance mm-hmm. to, to give you the mental capacity and the fortitude to basically be like. At your best. This is. Yes. Right. And so, me being the black man that I am. All right. Hey, can I get an ounce? <laughs> <laughs> can, I get a, can I get a 12 pack? Can I get a bottle of this? Yeah. Uh, can I get some some women around me to enjoy all of this in? Yeah, like some pretty right. young women. This is what I would like, the age group and what I like to, yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying, see. Uh, can I have an area where I can just sit before the show starts? And without hesitation, they say, is that all you need? Yeah. yeah and, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I, and I'm telling you facts. And I'm just like, dang. I was really pushing it with this. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't yeah. think none of this you, you would happen. You thought you were overboard with that. Yes, right. and they said, That's it. That all? You're not like Mariah Carey. I need yeah. all green Skittles. No, no. <laughs> Paul McCartney is like a vegetarian. So he refuses to ride in cars while he's in the city that have leather because they're slaughtering cows. Yeah. Shit. So he puts that on the rider. It, whatever car you rent for me, make sure the seats are cloth. Yeah. Because I'm against the slaughter, slaughter of cows. Yeah. I don't need any leather seats. And they're looking like, dang, we got to find somebody in a rental car with, with no leather. A nice, a nice yeah. enough car. You just can't roll in the Corolla. Right. And you Paul McCartney. Maybe yeah. he cool with that. Yeah. But I was just, when I put the demands out there, and it was a university I performed at. And so they were just like, dang, um, that's it? Yeah, like you really We already cheap. said that this is your performance fee. We already said this is your lodging fee with the re- uh with the hotel. Can uh and this is it? Right, that's how you And I put it? like like eight things on there just to see if they was playing with me. Right. Man. And it was like, that's all? Yeah. We got and I was that. just like, dang. And so when you go and everything that you do like, that you put on your fate demands mm-hmm. is presented to you. Yeah. And then you come back to the city. Mm-hmm. And look, I, I fuck with this group called Little Brother out of North Carolina. Fonte, Big Pooh, and Ninth Wonder. Yeah, I know Little Brother. And one of my favorite lines in their uh, album, Minstrel Show, is, 
I ain't never heard an act to blow and go global and come back home and still can be still be considered local. Mm. Right. That was the bar. Go global, come back home, still be considered local. local. Yeah. I felt it. Yeah. Right. I was like, dang. I can go all around town. I can do First Friday. I can do all these different events. Man, all these people around town that's got like a little fame can like, will you do one, two songs? We'll pay you this. We'll pay you that. And I'll just be like, yeah, I like you, so I'll do that shit. Yeah. And then go somewhere and get treated like royalty. Yeah. And then come back and get yeah, like, yeah, like going so, back on your mama house, like take that garbage out, boy. Yeah. yeah, and so it ain't no no shot to nobody. But I was like, dude, and then the same people who like asked for me, I be like, damn, have y'all ever even seen outside of the city? Yeah. Have y'all been outside the country? Have you right. been outside of six thirty? You know, <laughs> have you left and, the block? And so it just kind of just made me like. You know, your little, you know what I'm saying, $150 a lot of times, I, I don't really even care about it. Yeah. I could use it, but I don't really even care about it. I, I seen my worth on right. the road. Yeah. And that happened several times. That's understandable, though. And so, like, around town, it's like people put their effort into being, like, a local celebrity. I don't. Yeah. Because, like, man, I'm light years behind what I really wanted to accomplish. So yeah. being known in Little Rock mm -hmm. is cool, but like I would rather be known in some bigger markets. Right. And yeah. that's what I work on outside of like me doing the music here. Like, yeah, I appreciate Little Rock. I love Little Rock. This is my this is my base. But it's not the same as going somewhere and like I don't need to receive the praise, but getting the praise yeah. means something much more from people that I'm total strangers with and people who are just hyping me up. No offense, right. but we got I'm something else and Corey Dos Equis interviewing me right now. I appreciate the opportunity. Y'all hype me up. I love it, man, because I feel like y'all really truly fuck with me. Right. But damn, when it comes from somebody you don't know and you know this as a podcast host. Yeah. Right. When somebody come hit y'all with the Man, I love y'all podcast shit. Yeah. Who are you? Yeah. Who are you? Yeah. You be like, damn, look at this email. Who sent this shit to me? Look who added me. Right. Yeah. It means something more because yeah. friends through circumstance, it's like, oh shit, that's great. But friends through coincidence, right. That means shit, a lot That shit is beautiful. Like yeah, I right. just met you, but I know we soulmate friends for life. Yeah. Right, right. And, and Duke, that's how I feel. And Duke kind of spoke on that when he was on the show saying that, you know, you can do okay people that that he said uh he they're too familiar with you. Yeah. And then they'll just give you that, okay, I know you, but you go somewhere else and they'd be like, I fuck with you for what you do. Yeah. Not based on I see you all the time, based on what you present. And I think that's a, a a big problem in the city because it's such a small city that I see this nigga at the gas station the other day, but you doing some dope shit. So you like, all right, it's cool. But somebody that never fucked with you, they'll never knew you, but know what you created, yeah. give you all the praise. Yeah. Right? So you go somewhere else and that just big you up in the city that you, you gave your, we, your, we, your heart to. Your heart They'd be to. like, it's cool. Good job. Yeah. And, with and, your little and, show. And the thing about it is, it's right here, man. Everything will touch everybody. Right. And so, like, my whole thing is right here, man, you know, um... People always, they love to put these little memes and Instagram shit up and Facebook status. They be like, it's crazy how you grow up with people and be friends your whole life. And you open a business 
and they don't support, but then a stranger comes and supports you. Mm -hmm. That lets you know the mentality. Yeah. And then also, then you got to self-reflect. Am I doing what I'm doing? Is that dope enough for my friends to respect it and, and elevate it and congratulate and acknowledge me? Right. Sometimes you, your shit, is, your effort is not there. Yeah, and right. you expect your friends to hype that shit up. Mm -hmm. And look at it like, I don't feel like hyping that shit up because I'm ashamed as a friend that you want me to hype that up. Yeah. Right. But there's some people out there that will hype your shit up. Mm -hmm. yeah. So you, when your friends start pushing you to that level, that's the highest praise that you can get. Because when all of them do it, it means that you are really truly doing something great that they feel is great. And yeah. they can support that. Can support. Yeah. yeah. If my friends support me, I know it. My friends honest as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My my homeboys won't go to none of my shows. Mm -hmm. My homeboys don't they have some thug shit still. Yeah. yeah. I'm from the hood, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like going to South Don man, going to Juanitas or going to like White What a Tap, they're like Fuck that shit. Ain't gonna be no big booty bitches there. <laughs> I ain't fucking with that. I ain't fucking with that. Yeah. But like they like, damn, oh you put you finna perform this? Nigga, we coming. Yeah. yeah. That means something to yeah, me. Because they have they have drawn a line. Like, look, bro, we gonna kick it. Right. It's gonna be some fine ass motherfuckers there. Right. Some fine ass hoes gonna be there. I've not. Oh, fuck that. We ain't kicking hey, with your hey, rap buddies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you gonna do this song? I'm there. Hey, yeah. let me know. I don't wanna miss that shit because they want that song. Yeah, right. they really truly fuck with it, man. Right. You know, and that means a lot though. And that's just that lets you know how the city reflects on you. And, and, and it's a shame, but you know, to go outside of the city and blow. Yeah. It's like the biggest slap in the face. Yeah, it yeah. really is. So, uh, it is. Spot it's a double like a you, motherfucker. When they, when, they, when they slap you in the face, mm. don't backhand them. Yeah. Because them right. same motherfuckers who slapped you in the face mm. with it are going to be your biggest supporters and act like they supported you for life. I know. And so you can't act. You right. cannot act like you don't appreciate it. Right. Mm. You got to stay humble the whole time. Yeah, you got to stay humble because as an artist, you got to accept the support. Right. Because... Even though it might seem like it's fake support, yeah. it's support. Yeah. And your goal is to sustain right. and maintain as an artist. Yeah. That's what that's you real start right dissing up. your friends, you're not going to get to that level. Right. That's what's up. That's man. the realest advice ever. Man, you got to. Oh, Power 92 shitted on me my whole career. If they did, when they start playing my shit, I'm going to go do the interview. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because yeah. it's going to give you your own support. Yeah. 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 They got oh, a fan base, man. Oh, the city we live in. Oh, oh, the city. The city everybody live in, man. Yeah, yeah. All right. We so over time. Yeah. <laughs> I told we're you not niggas not. I was long with I it, know man. how this is going to go. Podcast. And I'm proud of we're it because it's a time. podcast. It's our shit. We can do it the way we want to. It's going to be like two hours, man. Hey, it normally is. We are good. So it's cool. <laughs> yeah. It'll be two hours and 30 minutes. They're going to be mad at me. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, Who's going to be mad? Who gonna check me, bro? Who gonna check me? So, I guess we're getting the fuck sad shit going on in the world. Yeah, Talk yeah. about some pop culture shit. That's what motherfuckers want to hear. They don't want to hear my opinion. They want to hear some pop culture <laughs> shit. I think your opinion was very on point and really self-reflected. They gonna look at themselves. Bro. Yeah, you gonna have to. You this got is no the choice worst episode of Family Fuck guys. your feelings, man. Yeah. <laughs> think about everybody else's feelings. That's why you in your feelings. Yeah, yeah. That's what Love the Vibe basically said. <laughs>
Oh, Lil Duvall. feelings, man. Oh, Lil Duvall. Everybody else got feelings, too, man. So, we all know about Bobby V. Uh, ah, supposed, allegedly, getting caught on video leaving the transgender uh, room. And what no alleged? That was that nigga, man. You what, know, what, you know, you can't, you can't. I saw the screenshot of his face. That was him, man. <laughs> you know, what I'm, I'm just covering. I want to let y'all know we can't, we can't afford these lawsuits. So I gotta say allegedly. Okay, allegedly. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Allegedly. I'm a guess. <laughs> you can say what you want. I'm just saying, I, I say it was that nigga, man. Allegedly. Okay. I say it was that nigga for real. Okay. Right. He left the room with that. It was transgender. I don't know about the money situation. And, uh, you know, he ran out ass naked where he threw his drawers on eventually. But, you know, whatever. Threw his drawers and pants on. <laughs> Left his shoes and keys. Left his shoes and keys. Like, you know, that's when shoes. you know you're rich or you got yeah. some type of, like, wealth because, like, you can you just borrow you, a phone. I'm going to need those. I'm gonna need you need the it. keys at least. I'm going to need them keys. The and I'm going to need that phone. Because you come back for the keys, man, you know you're getting recorded again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Face shots and shit. Face shots and shit. Come in there with a mask. But, so, we all know Bobby V got caught in that bullshit. It's a hard, it's a hard month for us. Caught in that real shit. someone for R&B <laughs> artists, boy. Yeah. So, Hell yeah. They got on Usher, the, R. Kelly, come on, man. All of them. It's rough. So they got on the Breakfast Club. You know, Breakfast Club got no motherfucking chill. They go ask you whatever. They got Lil Duvall on the show. Yeah. And they asked Lil Duvall about it. Like, how would you feel if you found out, you know, chick, you was finessing, uh, finessed you. It was a dude. He said. He ain't get finesse, but go ahead. Right. He did not get finesse. Yeah. But, you know what I'm saying? Lil Duvall was like, if I found out that the chick I'm, I'm smashing is a dude, I might kill her. Yeah. How would you find that out? Unless you started from the booty hole to like <laughs> wanting some pussy. Right. Right. That's, and and, and Lil Duvall's whole argument is Charlamagne the guy kept pressing him. He was like, no, nah, I wouldn't get caught in that situation, though. I, I know. I'm going to know. I'm not going to get caught half stroke. Yeah. I'm not going to get caught like that. It's, wow. it's not even my journey. But, you know, Charlamagne kept pressing him. Actually, he kept pressing him. He was like, no, if, if some shit like that happened to me, I might kill a motherfucker. Yeah. And he, I might kill a motherfucker. Kill a motherfucker. He said, because I'd be reacting to it. And the whole transgender community, you know, came down on them. Came right. down like on they him. Do, like on everybody else. Club, they, right. they, they, they always what they do, man. They're going to boycott right. the Breakfast Club. Right. They're going to boycott because uh, Lil Duval was at the Carolines. And they're going right. to boycott his shows and stuff like this. My, th- my whole take on, on Lil Duval. Do you think you should apologize? I don't. So I don't what? think. I don't think Lil Duval should apologize. Me. For one, is Lil Duval is a, com- a comedian, right? All right. So his his. I think if you start apologizing for stuff that you say as a comedian, you're gonna uh, box your creativity in, right? Um, right. You're a comedian. If you're not pissing people off as a comedian, what the fuck you here for? Exactly. And but. It was a hypothetical question. A hypothetical. It wasn't like he was actually in a situation. So hypothetically, what you would do, and as a straight man, I think your reaction would be do something out of, out of response to that. Right. You upset. Right. You you disrespect me in some type of level. Right. And I think that his response was, you know, I mean, as a a, a social figure, you shouldn't say I'm gonna kill somebody. Right. But in your but mind, but it was an honest. Reaction. Reaction to what you asked me. And not only that, I mean, I, I everybody's all here for now, 2017. And I, I'm not hating. I'm here for y'all. Do what you do. Salute. Everybody here for gay rights. But where's straight rights coming in it? Like, right. they have none no more. Like, you can't speak your mind and say, 
I'm not with that shit. Yeah. And everybody, oh, he's a homophobe. No, 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 no. I said they can do their thing. That's a game. I'm yeah. not with that shit. Yeah, don't come at me with that and then expect me to be cool with it. Right. And expect me to be like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Don't suck a dick. Right. When? No, it's your business. I don't know about it. I just think right now it's it's so it's such a hot topic right now because right. you know your uh Asian forty five, uh, you know, your president has banned transgender people from the military. He did. He's trying to put a ban on that. And then you come with this whole Bobby V thing, you come with this whole Lil Duval thing. They're up in arms right now. Right. They're looking like, for a motherfucking issue. To they're trying to make an example out of somebody. For, man. They're always trying to compare it to like the civil rights. Movement. Oh, that's the worst shit ever. I get so fucking sick of that like, shit, like, man. Like, like with me, man, like, I don't care where you come from with your sexual orientation. Right. Just don't impose on my sexual orientation. Facts. Facts. Like, dude, I'm heterosexual. Don't bring none of that homosexual shit in my way. Right, right, and you don't know, so. and don't try to as a man. say it's one thing, right. and then I find it's another thing and, ex- and expect me to be cool with that. Right, yeah. right, and and, and and you lied to me. You, you flat know, out lied to you me. Know, you know, so, in a personal act. Yeah. Uh, exactly. So I try to tell kids all the time when when it's like when you start talking shit and act like you want to fight an adult. Don't expect that adult to act like me. You know what I'm saying? Don't expect that adult to act like me. Because, like, if you try to fight me as a kid, I'm going to try to restrain you before I try to knock you out. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? You can't expect everybody else to do the same. Because everybody don't work with kids. Yeah. Right. <laughs> everybody don't work with kids. I know you nobody might get upset. Nobody want to get Cat Williams. Yeah. No. Nobody want to get Cat Williams. Nobody want to be, like, the next meme or video right. that basically seem like oh you got, got you got you. put to sleep right you caught the fade so i try to tell them that now when it comes to this new generation because i don't know when i was growing up man it was kind of obvious that you were tranny yeah <laughs> and we didn't wander your way because we knew what you were looking for now we got a whole different scale of beauty. Yeah, yeah. We got a whole different medical field and like plaques of surgery and like you can't it really pills. Tell. Uh, and like right. I to me I'm attracted to like natural women. Mm-hmm. So like all this hair and makeup and stuff like that, when I see it I'm just like, mm, whatever. Yeah. But the people that are growing up now or the people that are like I've have grown accustomed to like looking at that stuff they just kind of be like oh that's fine i'm just like yeah. okay that's what the you Kardashian like effect kinda. yeah and so like you expect people to control their emotions when their mind has been fooled mm-hmm. for what so like if you put yourself in a position to, to receive that backlash i look at you like why did you even do that yeah. And so like, you know what I'm saying? Like that's what I look at from like a lot of these different like moments in in time like, you know, Bobby V. Honestly, I feel like you knew that I was a transgender. Yeah, here I knew. Yeah. Here I knew. That was at that's uh, let me not typecast the whole city, but that was Atlanta, man. <laughs> Atlanta Midtown. It's so much stuff going on, like social media about these people in Atlanta that, like, in my mind, if you solicited services from somebody who was an escort or a prostitute, 
You probably heard the background about them. You researched some shit on that shit. Yeah. So if you like transgenders, uh, transgenders, like, cool, like... Do your thing. That ain't that ain't my field of expertise because I don't fool with that 100%. Like, yeah. I don't fool with that at all. Yeah. But if that's where you choose to pick, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? If, that, if, that's choose, if that's where you choose to pick your, like, you know what I'm saying, your next little, you know what I'm saying, little bait, that's cool to me. But, like, don't bring it around me and just do it in your own, like, area. I just think that if if... For the for the Bobby V thing, I just think that if that's something he's decided to do, exposing them is looks bad on that community. Like, I hope he relieved. Like if, <laughs> like honestly, I think that's what he been doing probably. I yeah. think I think that if if you if this if the community want respect and want everybody to respect them as such, don't expose expose a person who wants to dabble in that world. Right. You They're know trying what I'm to find their lead. So you you making him feel some type of way because he don't want the world to know how right. he how he gets down. If that's now, what happened. I, I, I disagree, live, man. I we, disagree, man. You think you think we, they should expose people like that? I think it should be exposed so just people would not feel ashamed. It's like, you know what I'm saying? My whole thing is this right here. When it when the transgender I don't know what city it was, got killed because the dude wanted to go farther with the act of it. Mm. I feel like the shame of people knowing that he messed with one, possibly because he didn't know what that uh, that man or, uh, or the transgender woman was going to do. He just knew that, like, he had a sexual experience with a, with a, uh, a woman who was biologically a man. Right. From birth. And... He was ashamed of it. He didn't like it. He stabbed like over a hundred times and got like forty years in prison. Yeah, yeah. People for like, I put it on a perspective like, look, molest and rape. Mm-hmm. You don't know what's gonna happen to you. So if the true person is not present when you have the sexual interaction or the sexual advance, and then you allow it to happen, and then it comes out that something else is totally different, then you, in your mind, feel you feel like somebody wasn't up front, and I might not have participated in that. Yeah. yeah. So when somebody is not willingly involved in a sexual advance or a sexual interaction. Or experience to me is kind of similar to rape. You, you really you, you put me in position I, I didn't really I didn't uh, agree to. Yeah, yeah. and so right. then you got to worry about not the physical aspect of it only, but the mental aspect of it. Right. This dude just got down with another man that was well, another woman that was born a man. Right. Now in his mind, he has to always replay it back that he did something with another man. Yeah. Psychologically, that can play on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Psychologically, that could probably make him react immediately. Yeah, yeah. that's why I have go a problem in, with him. Going to shocking the whole. You're gonna go to shock and you blacking out. Yeah, yeah. Who who would ever sit there and be like, man, that man, that woman raped you, and then you immediately killed him. You are horrible. All right. Who would ever say that? Publicly. Publicly. Yeah. Publicly. Well, I just think, I mean, as far as the whole Bobby V thing, I just think that if you want the, because in my mind, the transgender community is relatively new or accepted in modern day time. Yeah. Right. We already, right. we always knew that 
they were there. This was going on, but yeah. now there it's it's a, it's a more upfront thing with Caitlyn and everything. It's upfront that this is going on. So right. yeah. the terminology is is you know it's you got you got to know about it. You got to right. know how to say it and not to say it or how to approach it. If you say it wrong, they don't come after your ass. And same thing. And that's right. this and third. But at the same time, if if Bobby V is doing is doing that and you allow that to happen you exposing him puts him in a position where he's not comfortable yeah and yeah, making the community look, and making saying, the community though. look yeah. like oh y'all just trying to you know make everybody make, right. make people look bad right. or whatever cuz if, oh, yeah. if if he was cool with it he would been like snapchat what up you right. know what I'm saying? But, but then the, the, the little picture of the video that came out when it was him scrappy and some other dude and they was kicking it in a room, chilling, and it was a Snapchat video or something, where it was like a video of all of them kicking it with like two known transgenders. Yeah. This is like something that is online. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not saying that like they knew, or they like it. I'm just saying like they've already put themselves in a position to like get judged on it. And I'm not saying that like exposing them is right, but I'm just saying like if you're gonna do it. Do it. Do it. If you're going to do it, just do, do it. it. Like, right. real talk, if Bobby V came out and was just like, look, I like transgenders. Yeah. I'm not going to start tripping because yeah. yeah. I never kicked it with him. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? And he never supplied any type of women to any function that I've been a part of. Right. But you in Midtown Atlanta. I'm not surprised. I'm not man. shocked. <laughs> My first time going to Atlanta, woo, that was a motherfucking. Uh, it's culture shock. Culture shock. It's a culture shock. Like a motherfucker. Yeah. Because I was just like, damn. Yeah. They running in packs down here. Yeah. That mm-hmm. in DC. Man, <laughs> and that and that and, and that was years and years ago. So like <laughs> now I'm just like, damn. It is like I'm shocked that Atlanta rappers are finally getting exposed or singers are getting exposed. I feel like they always been doing it. Yeah. The culture and the fashion then already went towards that area. Area transition mm-hmm. to that man. Yeah. Y'all think Lil Duval should apologize? Hell no. Man, let me tell you something. Like I say, you should never be surprised by how somebody would react when they have been when that when that uh that trust has been broken. Right. Been violated. I know people that have gotten killed over two hundred dollars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stolen. Right. I know people who have gotten into arguments over dominoes and gotten stabbed. I know I know right. several <laughs> that got into fights over space. Yeah. Spades, spades have been a domino dice. So just imagine so, I, so I've seen the mentality of people with importance. Yeah. So it does not surprise me that I like I can see people get stabbed and shot over athletic events, card and domino games, over like shut up, bitch. Yeah, exactly. That word, bitch alone. Yeah. Bitch, yeah. And now you, you know you got cats. You got cats. Uh, Killing women because they don't they don't like their advances. Yeah. Like they try to holler at you, you you turn them down, and like chicks get killed yeah. over that. So right. you mean to tell me that you're shocked because a man hollered at another woman who he thought was a, a woman from birth, and then found out like I'm really a man. Yeah, you shocked by it? I'm not saying it's okay, but I'm saying that like the dishonesty is the main issue. Mm-hmm. You can't right. you can't sit there and treat people. Like they're supposed to be 
on the same emotional and supportive level that you are right. on. Yeah. I have no issues with the gays. Mm -hmm. I've grown and matured as a person to where that shit doesn't bother me because it, it's not a part of me. Yeah. That's your life. Right. But everybody has not. And and even me, I cannot sit there and seriously say that if I was tricked to fool, and I don't think I can be. Mm -hmm. But if same I was, thing the boss yeah. My ang I don't know what what level my anger will be on. Yeah, cause right. that's not a part of me. Right, yeah. you can't judge a person how they react. Right, something. you can't judge them. And then the thing about it is, you need to go ahead and be upfront. I'm not saying messages, DMs, jump anyway. But when the experience goes down, you need, you need right. Yeah, that is a Especially lot. Especially when it's such a personal some, experience on some Usher shit. Right, yeah. like if Usher got involved with that situation. Right, that's something he needs to let he somebody know. STDs, bro. STDs is real, incurable, bro. You, you, you got to tell somebody. So you need to tell somebody. Look, before we get down, you need to know. You need to know this, and I think that goes with any sexual advances with anybody that. If there's something that I don't know, you're gonna be singing. My I single, need you to know about let this. Let it burn. And <laughs> if you cool with that, we cool with that. Let it burn. If you're not, don't fool with that. But at the you same, you gotta have time, a choice, man. Yeah, right. I just think you can't you can't embark on something that nobody's aware of. But Lil Duval got a lot of backlash on that. Back he did got because the gay community is gonna. And he's not gonna. He said he's not gonna apologize. He's he not. ain't got to. Yeah. I wish some of these. His crowd ain't the gay crowd, so he like. Yeah. Whatever y'all feel. I'm yeah, it's just the gay. He don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, you know, I ain't got no problems with him. Yeah. But I wish that people would get so mad, even the black gays. I wish they'd get just as mad as they do about gay rights as they would about black issues. They not. They not. I just and, really And that's wish. why I always get upset when they try to compare it. Oh, that drives yeah. me. Because the thing about it is, it's like, you know, a lot of times when it comes to gay issues, uh, transgender L what is it LBG or LGBT whatever issues 100% uh, of the time we can't even see that that is your fight right we can't look at you with all of them mm -hmm. and tell that you are uh, gay homosexual bisexual transgender right. whatever but when we look at a room of black people, we you already see that. Black. And so when we see racism, it is something that we can't avoid. Right. We got people like Lil' Kim and Sammy Sosa bleaching the hell out of their skin. Right. They, yeah. they skin. And we can't figure out like why right. they're doing it. Sammy but Sosa we know really why. took his whole yeah, life. Yeah, we know why. Yeah, like Fred uh, from did a podcast a couple weeks ago from uh, for me to take out. He he uh, stated that the reason why that community has advanced so much is because people backing them up that has money who support that cause. Because yeah, true. Because the fact that that community is not just a black community, right? Because that community could have. Black, Asian, white, rich, poor, and, 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 and they right. all come together as one right. group to support one thing. Nobody really backing the black community who has enough money or clout and, to and that, make things change right. for that community. And so that that's why they're advancing so much. And right. that community has been a community for a long time. A very yeah. long time. Like, dude, like... The you underground railroad community. <laughs> like, we, you would see people in this community... Like from the Harlem Renaissance, mm. it was known gays and lesbians in that community. 
like with Langston Hughes and Conti Cullen, yeah. uh, Zora Neale Hurston in the black community. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They called it Niggerati Manor, where all these people who are talented as far as writers and they could sit there and be themselves. Right. Langston Hughes got left in Europe by his boyfriend lover because of the fact that his boyfriend broke up with him and he had to find his own way back to America. Mm. And worked jobs and jobs and jobs and jobs till he got back to Harlem. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Bayard Rustin in the black community was hidden by the civil rights movement for so long. Or Bayard Rustin, I'm sorry. Because, like, the NAACP and everybody knew that he was a prominent voice and was very intelligent, but they were afraid mm-hmm. to put him out there because they seemed to, they thought he was a communist for one. And they thought he was homosexual. And he was definitely homosexual. Never got really confirmed that he was a communist. Yeah. But the homosexual thing was scaring them so much in the 60s that it was like, we cannot put him out there because everything we do, we're do, we doing is going to get discredited. Right. Mm-hmm. Hollywood has been gay for years. For years. years. Super, super, From super. From beginning. Super, super, Hollywood super. Hollywood is Technically, Hollywood is built on the whole gay aspect because that's when uh, men were dressed up as women to be performers yeah. in plays back in the 1400s, 1500s. Shakespeare. Right. He never casted a woman in any of his plays. Romeo and Juliet and whatever else you f- consider like a classic. classic. Right. He castrated young boys right. to play white women in their voices would never get to the point where you could even consider them to be a man, nor with their physical appearance. That's that's why I hate when they like put Jaden Smith out there as a uh, what was it, Louis Vuitton, a Gucci model. Yeah, he Louis hadn't Vuitton. fully went through puberty yet. Right. He looked just like his sister. Right. No facial hair, none of that stuff. Puberty is a is is manhood. Right. For, for boys. Right. And they and they put that out there. And so Shakespeare was like a homosexual like. Deviant. Yeah, like er, erotic. Mm-hmm. Like, because it's like, why don't you want women playing women roles? Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's something that has been a part of like arts for a long time. And, that, and, yeah. and if you wonder why like so many gays gravitate towards the arts, ain't no diss at them, but they love to express themselves on stage because they don't get a chance to do it daily. Right. Mm-hmm. So on stage, it's like dance, art. Singing, all that type, of all stuff. the shit they love, all the stuff they love, and but it can't like be the they, can, they, can, they can feel they can express themselves without right. being judged, or they can just because you know, artists you know. left up to the to the viewer, mm-hmm. yeah. the discretion of the viewer, the interpretation yeah. of it. I can look at a picture and be like, "That's great," and then I can look at a picture and be like, "Ooh, that's uh, that's that's very sexual." Mm-hmm. But you know what I'm saying? That's why they gravitate towards the entertainment field because they're they're not allowed to like be themselves. And I don't have no issue with them being as a, being an entertainer. I had to learn that like this was the background for it all. But you know what I'm saying? Like it's no wonder now why that movement has been pushed to the forefront and we don't have police brutality and Injustices in the black community because they like have you that, say that, that same backing, that same people who who's fighting for that, and I just think that 2017, I think right now is such a touchy subject because everybody does not know the terminology, everybody does not know what 
is is cool to say and not cool to say or how to approach it. Yeah. And then once somebody crossed that line who's not really educated on how to discuss on that, they chop their fucking head off. You they know what I'm saying? To, they, they, they and to make an example out of somebody when, in, in essence, you like, look, me, me, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just trying to make sure everybody culture. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So it's just new. I think it's new to everybody. I think the way you adjust to it, uh, I mean, going for, for the, further is just like, you know, it's just a, a conversation motherfuckers need to have. Right. And so they, I don't think and need, they, it's a conversation everybody needs to have. But it's a conversation that we got to have when everybody get to the reality of things mm -hmm. and stop sitting there and, like, tippy-toeing around everything and just understand, like, look, we understand that you've been going through this. We understand that your people have been going through this. And we understand that we've been going through this. Mm -hmm. But let's stop acting like certain people didn't have certain advantages. Right. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Like... We talking about what over four hundred years of slavery, mm -hmm. yeah. And then we talking Plus. about gay rights happening in fifty years. Yeah, nobody talked about gay rights in eighteen fifty. Right. All of a sudden, the women's rights come through, and gay rights come through, and then fifty years later, we got all this shit. And then if you go out against the gays. Mm -hmm. All this backlash. A whole gang of backlash. You can't, you can't fuck, like, come on. Bills and, and like, voting is going down, like, I'm going to refuse gay people in my shit. And mm -hmm. it's going to Congress and White House and D.C.? Yeah. Come yeah. on now. Yeah. Man. Yeah, but you can't get a conviction on a police brutality Tending case. the gays elected Trump. <laughs> Shit, how did that happen? Yeah, that's what I feel like. I mean, yeah, they had all this fight power, they electro. That's what it is, man. Yeah. But let's switch gears a little bit since we are activism and bullshit. Right, Lou? <laughs> activism and bullshit. At the same time. Yeah, yeah. activism and bullshit. It it's, yeah. it's, it's goes hand in hand. Word. Ray Lewis has a message for Colin Kaepernick. When it comes to your social activism, tone it down. The Baltimore Ravens legend has posted a video saying he applies what Colin stood up for last season, but says he needs to change his PR plan. What, you, what you do off the field, don't let too many people know, Ray said, because they're going to judge you anyway, no matter what you do, no matter if it's good or bad. Ray added, if you do nothing else, young man, get back on the football field and let your play speak for itself. You done? Yeah, basically, is niggas sit down. Niggas sit down, be quiet. He says, uh, Ray says he still supports Colin. He's praying for him and considers him a brother for life. No, he doesn't. No, nah. he don't. No, he doesn't. Don't say no slick shit like that at the end of your motherfucker. Hey, y'all yeah, gonna, gonna say what y'all gotta say real quick? I ain't yeah. got nothing for Ray. I think, I just think, you know, he, 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 you can't. Go ahead. I just think, I just, I just think Ray is, is basically trying to play both sides of the fence. Right. Uh, he, he, He's really trying to keep his place where he's at in Baltimore because they really support him and come to his 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 side. But you cannot tell a person that you know I think you're doing good, but I don't think you should do good. Right. So this, you know, this I don't goes, think you, you you're not really supporting him if you if you it's a right. backhanded compliment. 
Right. This goes to the same thing. This is exactly the opposite of what I'm doing my campaign for. I'm using my NFL status. I'm using my status to bring attention to these social injustices. Not only that, Ray, uh, if we, at least we forget what your ass went Hell through. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck your ass went through? And they dragged your motherfucking ass through the media, nigga, through the motherfucking mud like you wasn't shit. Right, but he wasn't at the time. And, you they, know and he got saying? a second chance. And he got a second chance. What, what Colin need a second chance for? What he Colin Kaepernick ain't committed uh, committed like one crime. Not, Not one. one goddamn crime. His issue is, hey, you know you killing these innocent niggas? It's kind of wrong. I don't think you should do it. Uh, since I'm on TV every Monday, Saturday, and Sunday night, I think I should say something about it. Let me tell you about Ray Lewis real quick, man. Ray Lewis in 2000 was an accomplice or a uh, he was a part of two murders stabbing murders right. of two men in a fight that he had with two of his friends supposedly supposedly blood on his white suit and blood in the limousine that they rode off in. Mm. You were charged with murder. Was mm. it capital murder? I remember them cases. Was it capital murder? Anyway, he did what most of us would be afraid to do, was go fed and turn witness against his two co-defendants. And he chose to give testimony against them in exchange for probation and no jail time, no prison time. So he been on that one of Brother the Frog shit. Hello, my honey. Hello, my darling. Hello, my Clementine. So he ain't get none, <coughs> he ain't get none of that. <coughs> Excuse me. And then eventually his two co-defendants got acquitted. Ain't that some shit. You went through that whole process. Right. And didn't get none of that. <coughs> Excuse me. And then a year later, you go win a Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. And the whole media is like at you about the fact that like, you know where your suit is. Go tell us where it is. Um, you were part of two murders. Tell us more than what you've been explaining in court. Right. And you don't have nothing to say. Super Bowl, Super Bowl MVP. And then the man that comes stick up for you is Shannon Sharp and you're going to undispute it. And you don't want to give this dude a second chance mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. when you've had a second chance. Right. And he didn't kill nobody. He ain't, he ain't committed no crime. He ain't created no crime. He asked for his people to <coughs> stop getting innocently killed in the motherfucking street. Are you fucking serious? What is your rationale knowing that you got a testimony and you've been truly blessed to not be a felon? Right. And you acting like none of this existed in your past. Right. The fuck you on, man? Fuck you mean. Yeah, what the fuck do you mean, man? Fuck I just feel pissed off because I think they... I, right now, when you look at it, because it's getting so close to... Uh, the football season to start off, I think it's it's kind of fucked up how they're bringing these black elite 
celebrity NFL players and they coming on these platforms and just talking down on the and man. Shitting on this man. And they just shitting on him. Like you're not you're not nobody's there in Kaepernick's corner who you bring on your stage. Right. Like nobody's nobody's really bigging him up who has uh uh excuse me. Uh say so in it. Like he's up to get a position at Baltimore. So you bring Mr. Baltimore on a platform and he shits on him. Right. Because so, and man. you get you get Mr. Vic, you know, out of prison Vic. Out of prison Vic shitting on him. So I just think that it's the it's deliberately they they're doing this on purpose to just bring a to get the narrative to right to too. him. Yeah. Right. So I, I I mean, you know, I don't I don't know if Cap gonna get a position. I just think that the angle that the narrative that's going along that they're not really trying to fuck with him. And these NFL teams who's saying they're looking into him is doing it for just a PR, yeah. saying like we tried it, it didn't work out, or yeah, you yeah. know we did think about it, but it didn't work. So why why even fucking bring him up? You know what I'm saying? Right. Because it's all done as far it's a it's a publicity stunt to me. Basically, it is because like he ain't got no reason to be nobody like for nobody to want him as a backup. Right. Okay, you got your starter in place. That's all cool. But he ain't worthy of a backup position. A backup? Chicago need his ass. Everybody, need him. Everybody has a second or third string quarterback that is not up to his level. Right. Yeah. He sucked it up two years ago. I will give it that. Right. 49ers was already talking about, like, getting rid of him. Yeah. But, like. But he was hurt, though. He had an injury, right. though. He had but, an injury. But at the same time. Had it just, been a white boy quarterback, that boy would have been healing on the background like Romo. <laughs> Shit. People are signing arena league quarterbacks. Right. Yeah. Right now it's backups. Right. And you trying to tell me that like somebody in the arena league who don't even have the capability the they have the stats, the history. This man went to the Super Bowl, the went experience. to the NFC Championship twice. Right. And he can't get a, a third string. A third string? Not I even in the, he not a even third in, string. He not in his thirties. No. So you can't even say like age is an issue. You basically saying that we don't want to deal with the backlash. Yeah, right. Your backlash or what? Kneeling during the anthem? Yeah. Right. Ooh. Talking about some things that really matter. But it's happened so many times before. Chris Jackson in the NBA when he converted to Islam mm -hmm. and became my Abdul-Raouf. He playing a big three. He and they told him that he had to stand up and they compromised and said, like, you, you can pray and you can do an Islamic prayer. Mm -hmm. Craig Hodges, Craig when Hodges, he was a three-point champion. Went to the White House. Right. And tried to talk to the, the president about, like, issues in the black community and didn't not get a job after that. Not one. Not you one know what I'm saying? Job. When you start talking about the kicker for the Giants who was beating his wife on the Pro Bowl week, and they had his wife had to come to everybody and be like, "Look, can y'all please keep him away from me? He is uh, he got signed again. He's signed abusive. Again. What? Roethlisberger raped a bitch. Allegedly, in a, in, in, allegedly, allegedly yeah. in a bathroom stall. Right. Come on now, you putting rape, abuse, murder. Right. All as forgivable right. crimes and we talking about somebody that ain't even got arrested yet. Right. Come on now, like Colin Kaepernick <laughs> is is a victim of like political like circumstances right now. Mm -hmm. For real. And he's talking about police brutality. 
and we and he's pro protesting police murdering people on video that mm -hmm. get to go back to their jobs. What a lot of these other people in his same position should be doing. Should, it's like that episode of Boondocks. You remember the episode where they mm -hmm. said, uh, what if all the NBA players, NFL players protested and boycotted the game? Like They refused to play. Would change happen then? I, pretty much so. It would change everything. It would change every fucking thing. Because when the NBA was on a lockout and they started putting in the replacement players, who was watching the games? Somebody watching and, the shit. And, 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 and once it happened, the Lock NBA started over. working like <laughs> diligently. Let's get these motherfuckers some money. Let's some start, ownership. Let's, let's, let's get them back in the game. Right. Kaepernick is a social activist, and he is fighting for people to like understand and realize that like look while the rest of the world is turning and spinning there are things that we got to pay attention to besides touchdowns and interceptions and stats right and people don't want to hear it right but they want to entertain niggas they want to entertain motherfuckers they want to make right. it more about you disrespecting america than the listening to what he's saying but the nfl right, disrespects right. america Every year, and I'm a fan. I'm a Green Bay Packers fan till I die. Horrible but guess team. what? But guess what? Mm -hmm. You say what? A horrible team. Yeah, go you ahead. know what I'm saying. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's in the Bears Nation over here, so you know how I feel about it. Yeah, but I you know, go you ahead. Love Chicago. Yeah, but I'm, but I'm, but I'm just basically saying every every NFL organization runs as a non-profit and so when they start talking about moving a team and going to a new city yeah. and building a stadium. Yeah. Guess, guess who paid for the stadium? The this fans is. and the people of the city who might not even be fans. Right. These stadiums get built with taxpayers' tax money because the NFL is considered a non-profit organization. How in the fuck mm. can you be considered a non-profit organization with all that merchandise on the stands? Making billions of dollars. And an owner has to bid for the team and pay for the team but they don't have to build a stadium that they play in because the city will take care of it right that's why they're able to move so freely yeah it takes a whole lot to move an organization like the raiders to las vegas to las vegas but guess what they doing it the stadium don't have to be worried about because the raiders never paid for the stadium las vegas wanted the team they put the bid in for the team they will pay for the stadium right we'll build that we need something that i see and so like dude like they're making billions and billions of dollars on top of that they got the, they got all these players that get paid and they got more players than any other major sport and so they justify that with like man we got to put a team of 70 out there so we, we can't pay them the same type of things but they still go through way more health issues than any other major sport long term yeah, yeah. long, long term, term. Mm -hmm. that was behind that uh movie will smith put out concussion yeah real you got shit. 24 25 26 year olds retiring because of like Brain we don't want brain, brain issues, issues and we don't want to get CTE. Right. We had players like Brian Price who used to play for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers running through glass doors. Michael Orr, the blind side movie. Right. He is doing shit that is out of his character from everybody that has known him from his childhood all the way up until he made it to the NFL. And now they're saying like he suffers from CTE and he's not in the NFL because that. And he's getting... He got put on like what? Like a 10 month like concussion protocol to where he couldn't play 
God, ten, ten months, months from one concussion, motherfucker. That's retirement, Damn. right? That's yeah, retirement. That's done. And that means that you've had more than one concussion because ain't no one concussion gonna put you on the sideline for a whole right. year, mm-hmm. right? And they want to act like this now. This is not a problem. You're not innocent. You're you not. contributed to pay uh, to. Players not getting the type of money, right. the pensions, the tent, all, all of that all type of stuff, shit. and players not getting like contracts, and pay, and players not getting paid what they should be worth, and now you want to sit there and outlaw one dude, one dude that spoke. Michael Vick came back. Ray Lewis was back the next year. Greg Lloyd was there. You had people who had rape, domestic abuse cases, everything come back quicker. How dare yeah. you speak and out about And this man, this man, especially the no Ravens. How yeah. dare you speak out about rights? Dante Stallworth was with the Ravens and they didn't want to sign Colin Kaepernick. Dante Stallworth was convicted uh, of vehicular homicide. homicide. Right. Killed a motherfucker. And, and he's a great him. guy. Signed. Yeah. He's a great guy. Yeah. And he went on to have a career after that and to do more outside of the NFL and the sport. Of, and do more with the sport of NFL. And now we talking about somebody who ain't laying a hand on nobody. Y'all don't want to call a Kaepernick there and y'all just don't want to say it. And every NFL team is scared to sign them. Fucking scared. Just come out and say it. That's what I'm going to say. Just come out and say it. They don't want to say it. Speaking of which, dumb something to come out and say hell like us. <laughs> ben said that. Ben said that shit. Uh, as y'all know the news, Donald Trump ass then got caught up in admitting that he helped his son-in-law write the damn speech that said that oh, we just had a little meeting with the Russians. That has happened. Also, uh, within 10 days of his job, Anthony Scarmucci has already been fired. This motherfucker running this shit like his TV show. And yeah. John Kelly has been hired as the new chief of staff. Uh, just so y'all know what the fuck is going on in this White House fuckery. Yeah. That is your uh, Agent 45. This is who y'all elected right here. Yeah. <laughs> this y'all in in a nutshell, all of that just happened within a week. Within a week, yeah. The White House is a fa- my best, my third favorite TV show to watch. Like, the White House is like the best thing popping. This shit, this is like, like it's, it's better than Scandal, nigga. It's better than Scandal. Goddamn You don't know what's for the pop out. Every day you go get a CNN alert on your phone. Like, look what's happening now. Man, we got Donald Trump in office, man. Damn. He ain't never been no politician prior to him being the a president. Did happen? How, how did it happen? How? How did it happen? Well, for eight years, the country decided to let a black man in office. Right. And it now, the they, first black man in office. They're trying to erase everybody everything is trying to he get did. back and, you know, regain right. everything that they felt was lost by seeing a black man with a black family run this country right and with no pick, scandals and they picked the person who already had previously quoted saying if i ever ran for president i would run, run as a republican, republican because they are the dumbest party and they will elect anything Anybody. and so he rolled in on a wave of I don't think racism he he and stupidity yeah i don't think he did it at one point but when yeah. he started being super outlandish that's when he realized like damn they still gonna fuck with me. They gonna fuck with you me. know how you know the majority I, of the company gonna fuck. You know the point I knew uh, Agent Forty Five was at the point where he might do this is when he made that speech like I could shoot somebody in the face and they'll still fuck with me. Yeah, right. And he said that he in his said speech. It. I could go outside and shoot somebody right now. 
in like, the face. I see nothing wrong with it. I said, I, I, they say I fuck with you. I like, oh, you're my boy. You're my boy, Blue. <laughs> yeah, man. And that's and that's the thing about it was like he knew there was so much closet racism going on in this country. He just dug it up. That he knew right. that he could just yeah, like reap the benefits of like oh. And yeah. ride the fuck out there. And ride wave. that wave all the way to the, to the White fucking House. White House. And continue to fuck up all the way there and nobody would say a thing. Nobody said shit. Once he got elected through the Electoral College, he knew that he would be safe as long as he had his party by his side. Right. And that's what they do. They stick by him because they don't want to see Democrats in office. And they showing the fuck don't want no independent people. Running oh, hell no. Nah. And that's it's the thing. Way too much. Uh, so let's talk about it this John Jones fight that just happened this weekend huh. UFC 214 fought Daniel what's his last name say it for me Comie I didn't watch it though I saw the highlights I just watched this highlight just recently oh shit <laughs> he, he ended that was that second round third third round he made it to the third round at least he made it what you think what I think about it I was excited to see Daniel Cormier get knocked the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? Because the simple fact is like, you know, John Jones is like athletically and, you know what I'm saying, uh, technique-wise and just train-wise, a superior fighter in any time. Facts. When it comes to like uh, mixed martial arts. You can fight on cocaine. You can fight off anything. Man. Cocaine. Cocaine is not an upper. You know what I'm saying? From what I've known it to be all my life. And yeah, I'm just saying, you, you chill out on that shit from everything I've seen. Right, right. And to see him whoop the shit out of him and supposedly be on cocaine or allegedly or been tested to be on cocaine, yeah. Uh, I was like, okay, he legit. And before that, he was legit, and I never gave Daniel Comier a chance. Yeah. But to see Daniel Comier, like, play this out, like, dude, you're a drug addict. You can never be on my level. Get clean first before you try to fight me. And then this Get his ass knocked out. This was the third fight schedule because Mm -hmm. the second fight, he had an injury, and John Jones had to go fight somebody else in Daniel Cormier's place. Uh, and he talked shit the whole time. He was there in the ring for one of the ringside, fights. Ringside. Ringside talking shit. And then he came in there and he put up a good two rounds. But it's only so long that you can like defend yourself from a superior fighter. Yeah. And we talking about a dude who's 6'4", 205 pounds with a 10-inch reach advantage on you. And he caught you with a head kick and blew your fucking world up. I mean, yeah. I saw the I saw the the highlights of it, and I broke it down. My brother, he was like, they saw how he broke it down. He kept hit, he kept kneeing him in the side. Yeah, and that that knee in the side kept fucking with him. Yeah. So in the third round, he faked that knee to the side and went straight to his fucking dome. Dome. Yeah. And it was lights out. Lights, like he lights out. He played you though. Because he set you up for the head yeah. kick. But Kobe, yeah. yeah, he he's not checkers. Yeah, you know, Kobe yeah, is his his uh best uh his his strength as a fighter is like ground game he's not a puncher he's not a kicker Mm -hmm. and john jones is like all around yeah but he's especially good as a puncher and a kicker because of the simple fact that like him being a light heavyweight at like around 200 pounds is like hard for him to fight somebody that is 
in that same size range as far as like height wise. So he has a reach advantage over everybody. Yeah. And so when he finally nailed the kick to his head, yeah. Man, instant CTE. He was <laughs> drunk. He was intoxicated, everything. And that's what Comier couldn't. You can't kick that damn high when you're 5'11 facing somebody that's 6'4. No. Yeah. But 6'4 facing 5'11, 5'10. It's yeah. easy. Oh, you going to knock the he fuck out somebody with a kick if you really got a good kick? Yeah. Light work. Yeah. And Slight so, work. yeah, he did that shit. But Comier talked so much shit the whole time that he was suspended and on like banned for drugs and everything like that. It was just like everybody came up telling you're not the true champion. Right. Yes, it finally like exposed you like, dude. Sober or intoxicated, I can still fuck you. I can, I can still, still fuck, fuck you, you up. up. It's like yeah. that dude outside the club to see somebody that just basically like he drunk as fuck, and then he like I can fuck him up, and you can rob his uppercut ass. his ass, and he fuck around and block this shit and roundhouse your ass. <laughs> yeah. Then oh, it's like shit. He's still big. He still he, he still got that, them hands. He, he know how to connect. Yeah. So that's just what it is, man. So now you know, call me. I need to go and sit the fuck down. You got two losses in your career, in UFC, given to you from Jones. <laughs> Jones only loss is because they said he hit somebody after the fact that he wasn't supposed to do that. Yeah. But nobody has beaten him. He never been on the ground knocked out. So that's, nah. yeah, that's he, what it is. He ain't fucking them off. Nah, not at all. All right, my last story. It's a positive. End, or you got another story before I go into this? No, nah, I'm done. Okay, good. My last story, I want to give a huge shout out and, and doing the right type of thing, you know, being positive in the community to Taj Gibson. Yeah. Uh, he's, you know, former Bulls. Now he played for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, this family for China Battle, she was 21. She was killed in a Brooklyn shooting earlier this month, and her family set up a GoFundMe page with the goal of raising $30,000 to help care for Battle's three-year-old daughter, Amalia. The family has now raised over $25,000 in thanks to a large part of a donation from Gibbs of $20,000. Mm. So, salute. You know, that makes you an upstanding citizen, man. You didn't have to do that. Uh, gun violence is a crazy thing. And mm -hmm. I love when I get to see my people do something positive out their own heart. He didn't have to do that. I don't think he even did it for recognition. He just did it. That's dope. That's dope as shit. Yeah, man. It's always good to, to me to see the community step up. And, you know, saying, take care of their own, man. You know, like like we said earlier, it take a village, man. It takes one. And, you know what I'm saying, like, but, like, one of my main things is, you know what I'm saying, like, the church do a whole lot for the church off the backs of people who don't ever really have the money right. to, to really just do it for them right and they benefit off of and they you know a lot of times it's like hey we trying to raise money for this new building and the whole church is like working class people and they uh right say yeah we'll, we'll, we'll help this happen for you but like i always want to call on the people who got more than enough mm -hmm. because at the end of the day you can still write it off as a tax write off and get that get right, right back, back. Mm -hmm. for us that's that i love two three hundred dollars Man, don't don't get me started on that shit. Man. <laughs> we talked about it last week. Yeah, about right. Don't get me started Dr. on that shit. Isn't that Umar? Umar, Umar Johnson. Yeah, Dr. Umar, Umar Johnson. Yeah. I don't want to talk about Umar. I mean, I, I, I fucks with Umar, though. 
I fuck with him, but I at the same time, him. I don't fuck with everything he do. I right. said the same thing. I he, fuck with his mentality when he was talking about. I fuck with that pan Africanism. Uh, I fuck with that. I fuck when he was talking about black community gives their money to church opposed to white community money is goes to did. the bank. And then well, he's still gay. They gave him all that fucking money. Well, he, he still ain't done what he said. He's right. Do. But I'm, he did, I'm talking he, about what he did. I'm he did say that the, the school he tried to purchase already got bought out before he can purchase he it. He never put his name on the bidding list for that. Oh really? Yeah, I, I didn't been at auctions before. Yeah, all that shit is public information. When you publicly bid, uh-huh. they see they you even if you don't win that shit, you have, you put your name up for it, and and that shit is record. Okay, it's documented. And I'm not going at Umar. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Taj Gibson for doing for what he could do for somebody that was less fortunate, right? And 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 uh, donating money to somebody who really needed it, right? Yeah. You know, Umar. I fuck with him, and I speak from a, from from a perspective of I donated money to his movement on July twenty seventh, twenty thirteen, four over four years ago, as of last week, and that's what black people are always afraid of. Right. That, that's and they never get and never say that about the church, but I I'm not afraid to say it. When you give your money and you expect something to happen, and it doesn't happen. Right. right? Like you be tithing and tithing and tithing and tithing, right? And they never get the and new they break through, never no come through. On that yeah. But you let your pastor slide. I can't let no pastor slide. Just like I ain't gonna let Doctor Umar slide. Right. I know you say your goal is two million dollars. Four years later, really five years later, because I jumped in on the movement a long time ago. Right before that, so he was always trying to do that. But it's just the simple thing that is basically about like. You cannot, black people are tired of people sitting there talking, talking, and talking, and talking, and talking, and it ain't about that action. Never mm-hmm. produce. Fact. I'll so, tell you that. 700000 something dollars, you talk about Umar Johnson, you could at least have opened a school for 20-something kids. We just want to see this possible. Right. Mm-hmm. Easy little charter. Churches school. be having building funds for 50 years, and the building don't change. Don't get a dope mm-hmm. now. Get and they still give contribute money right. to this and shit. Still do it. Don't get a new. So you don't. Church so they, the so your pastor don't get a slide with me, and the prince of Pan Africanism don't get a slide with me. I figured that. I, I figured. But I that. fuck with the ideology of it because we do need to take it back to that. But when you talk, 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 and you, and then you bring controversy into it, right. you get put in the spotlight, and that's that's why you getting flamed right now. That's why you winning right now. Right. Right. If you ain't talk so much, people wouldn't talk. Look, don't nobody know me. If I would have started a GoFundMe uh, four years ago for $100,000 and I was like, yo, I'm going to open up a community center. Mm-hmm. Only a few of y'all will be talking to the community about the community center that didn't get built. Mm-hmm. Right. Dude, you got your exposure from Hidden Colors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've been touring. You've been on a breakfast club more than once. Right? Yeah. And we're asking about what was your main goal. Mm-hmm. It still ain't happened. Yeah. Now you got to answer that shit. That's what people got to, that's what you got to deal with. Yeah. And that's that's the part about being a celebrity. It's celebrities that have donated. Amari Stoudemire do- donated to the Hebrew Israelites. David West play, uh, paid for Dr. Ben's funeral. Uh, you got people like Marshawn Lynch who went down to Haiti and, and went build, built houses. Right. Houses. You got all type of people in this community that donate and do things for their causes. But when you most vocal and you always getting lectures and tours and everything like that for that, yeah, people be like, "Well, wait, I'm talking about this all month. Where is it at? <laughs> Where is that? What you doing? 
Where's the meat? You talking about power lunch hour all month long. Yeah. Where's the podcast I you get done talking about it? Yeah. yeah. They be like, damn, you nigga, it yet? you been talking about it for three months. Where's the podcast at? Right. Man, shut the fuck up. You 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 on that bullshit? Yeah. yeah. And you, you could have been recording. You you could have been recording interviews all fucking month. They ain't drop shit. Right. They don't question you. Like where is that? Why ain't did that? Especially when it comes, that? especially right. coming to money. Right. People don't play about that. They all. don't play about that. And that's what I learned a long time ago, man. When I first became a five percenter. And I got the 120 everything. First thing they said, you got to do show and prove. Show and prove. Show and improve it. That's right got there. To, damn, man. that might be a show. Hey, that might be a it show is. title. Show and prove. Shout out to my nigga. I'm something else. Ah, Shout ah. out to my dudes. Great yeah. dose seconds, hey, man. And on that note, we're going to take a quick commercial break, pay these sponsors, and <laughs> let these sponsors pay us, rather. Uh, shout out Bali Osiris Music Tell us where we can find your music at iTunes SoundCloud Google Play Tidal Amazon CD Baby Our Heart Music Ricky on shit. the Corner with the CDs So what's the name of the next, next project What you got Hallelujah, man Hallelujah. Self some praise man Yeah Aye. You got to man Valet a new single Jumping off You know What's going down Bet. We're going to take a quick commercial break. Shot, typical bartender. We'll be right back. About to, for real. <laughs> What's good, Power Lunch Hour fans? I have the latest innovative technology feat for you. It's an app called Caught in the Act. Are you tired of people going through your phone when you're not looking? Are you tired of your girl checking your phone to see who just texts you? Are you tired of your man checking your phone to see who texts you? Well, we have a new app called Caught in the Act. You can search for it on the Android market and the Play Store. Look for Caught in the Act. It's only $2.99. It takes a picture of anybody trying to use your phone without your permission. Emails it to you so you know who it was. So if they lied, you can't figure out why your phone is locked for a whole two to three minutes. Now you know. And you get a picture of them caught on it. You can put them on blast. Look at them going through my phone. Look at them. You got your proof right there. Caught in the act on the Android market. Check it out. $2.99. That's a deal if I've ever heard of one. Now let's get back to the show. What up, what up, good people? It's your boy, I'm something else. Here to let you know about our great, great sponsors at Papa Top Wine, Spirits, and Beverages at 1901 South University, Little Rock, Arkansas. Now listen up. Papa Top got the best deals in town on all your dope beverages. They got anything you need from Chardonnay to Tangeray, from exotic to hypnotic. So let's throw it back like it's 2002. Make yourself an incredible Hulk and do it for the culture. So talk to our good friends at Papa Top, Wine, Spirits, and Beverages, 1901 South University. Let them know the Power Lunch Hour sent you, and have a great weekend. Now let's get back into it. Act two. Yeah. We back. Cyrus still in the building. Yeah, I'm here, man. He got kidnapped. He can't go nowhere. We here. We here, baby. And we in the building, baby. What it do? As y'all know how we do it, Act 2, at a new segment, so let's get into it. TV shows. Yeah. I, I really need a name for this segment, so I'm just calling it the TV shows for right now. But We'll work on it. We'll work on it. Yo, let's get into them. Power. Power. Oh, R.I.P. Julio. My nigga. <laughs> Damn. Julio was too soft. He was soft. I'm glad he didn't go out like a bitch. Yeah. Still too soft. Still, he should have beat that nigga to death. He would have got his ankle sliced. 
You know what I'm saying? That Achilles tendon got him, though. Got him, though, man. Damn, Julio. Gave him that Kobe Bryant. I thought somebody was going to come save him at the last minute. No, Julio out of that. Julio, gone like a motherfucker. And they peeled his tattoo off. That Kobe Bryant tactic got him, man. Oh, man, got him all day, man. God damn. So everybody's like, what 50 Cent meant? Why why 50 Cent get all soft at the end? I think he still got love for Ghost, though. He got love for Ghost and Tariq. Yeah, he he really soft on Tariq, and right. he want he want to revenge, get his revenge on uh, Ghost. But at the same time, they did come up together, right? And he know the game. Shit felt like old times when yeah. they was doing doing the shit. And the tandem, it, it seemed you know, what I'm saying authentic. Right, right. The tandem mm-hmm. seemed when they got it together that you know, like we did this shit, shit back in the day. Yeah, That's how we used to get down. Yeah, yeah. Just think about Toby's situation. I know Tommy's a hothead, man. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know Tommy. Uh, I don't know, man. I just think that you know he 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 just in the in a, in the dark right now. I don't think know his mix. next move gonna be right. Poor Lala, she can't catch a goddamn break, can she? I don't know. <laughs> that character just steady getting set out multiple ways. First, she got a job set out. Homegirl moved in with a uh, joint business with her, mm-hmm. but ended up running dope money through her shit. It's yeah. like, bitch, why didn't you tell me? <laughs> shit, I could have said no and been done with you all ass niggas. Now she got that. Then she ended up getting the snow meat. Snow so meat. <laughs> it's, it's just it's just all bad for Lala right now. Something's <laughs> gonna come to a head. Yeah. So you know, I hope I'm working out. R.I.P. the jukebox. I like jukebox. Jukebox. Jukebox is the police officer chick that got. Oh, yeah, Jukebox. Yeah. R.I.P. Jukebox. R.I.P. Jukebox. Yeah, she grimy as fuck. Grimy as fuck. She got to run in her mouth 57. Hey, bitch, talking so goddamn much. Shouldn't be talking shit. Shouldn't have been talking shit. It's good to see Ghost out. I'm glad to see Ghost out. He didn't stay in that whole episode, but it's only 10 episodes. Yeah, this season. Yeah, so Ghost House doing back and doing this thing. Right, they was talking about it on the radio this morning. Uh, that Fifty Cent woke up actually this morning. He tweeted. Uh, we was talking about Twitter. Twitter that instant reaction. He was tweeted that you know if y'all don't really appreciate this show or this thing I'm giving you, I can take my talents on the South Beach. Take my talents elsewhere. Man, 50 did the same shit last year. Right. Said he had a beef with the producers and shit that he going to walk and stuff. Man, put 50 do this shit for promotion, man. All the time. I believing this nigga saying he going to leave Power, the hottest goddamn TV show out right, right now, that he going to leave. Man, get the fuck out of here. I'm mad they didn't get more episodes, though. I am mad about that. Man, that shit's changed up now, man. Yeah. Remember you see somebody in the season had like 30 episodes? Hell yeah. yeah. And now? Now you barely get six or five. Like the Carmichael show started off with only like five episodes or six episodes. Yeah, like, what the rest of it? They give you a snippet. Yeah, give you a taste. Yeah. Like crack dealers. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> shit. You got to come back, though. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Insecure. Insecure Did job. Did you check it out? I seen Insecure. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. She, that yellow nigga, I don't know what his name is. I tried to look it up. I found it, but I lost it again. But dude is fucking hilarious. That was funny. My funniest part when he's walking up them damn stairs like this rail. I don't like this shit right here. This shit too wobbly. <laughs> <laughs> and when she answered that though, and he asked that motherfucker sipping that tea, yeah. like, mm, you looking for him, huh? <laughs> that nigga hilarious. Yeah. And Tosh made him uh, at the end. You know, he was, he was real with Tosh. This thing, you know, look, I fucked my ex. 
And she was like, well, you need to leave. And at the end, she's like, well, you want something to eat? You want something to eat? She, yeah. she, she, she get da- good dick. She ain't going to turn the good dick down. She down. She, she down, down for the cause. Like, shit, I've been worse niggas. At least she was honest to tell me you fucked another bitch. I get to choose now. Yeah, I'm telling Lawrence, man. Fuck that bitch, man. Shit. <laughs> get, your, get your side hoes on. Get your side hoes on, man. Flourish. My nigga flourish. Yeah. <laughs> shit. Uh, queen of the South going fucking hard. Uh, if y'all ain't caught up with Queen of the South, man, catch up on it. Uh, it's a great show. I'm still working on it. I just finished the first season. I'm just glad that you finally started watching this Queen shit. I was shocked when you hard. said, you text like, see, I'm still on Queen of the South. I'm like, hell yeah, we on Queen of the South. Say no I, more. Say no more. I'm catching up. I'm catching up. So <laughs> I just finished the first uh, season tonight, really. Right. And so I'm going to start on the second. But Queen of South. Queen of is, South is like the uh, the USA version of Scarface, but with a female lead. Yeah. But it's got USA Network standards, so you get away with a little more shit. You know, yeah. bitches so, might get right. Queen of uh, South is dope. Somebody getting shot in the head. Couple somebody times. getting shot in the head. You gonna Somebody going to die each episode. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. So it's, it's, it's a good one. So watch Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Uh, in last episode, me and Piff had a, a long... A long ass conversation. Long as fuck. Long as shit fuck. Right there, man. <laughs> you watch Game of Thrones? Nah, I'm saying that's his shit. Yeah, oh, yeah that's his shit. Piff, Piff uh, is real in depth in Game of Thrones. Right. And, uh, you know, last episode, and uh, he was talking previously. I see what he's saying now as far as the uh, the Starks playing the game wrong, and it's it's kind of showing himself. And the, and the mother of dragons is not really uh, a goon like she needed to be. But Somebody posted a picture of her 2011, 2017. This bitch got the same look. Ain't doing shit different. Yeah, she's still <laughs> doing the same thing. So, but right. I just think that it's about to come to head the next episode. Uh, but I'm, I'm a fan of Game of Thrones. It's kind of hard to catch up now. We like the seventh season. Yeah, it's done. Yeah, so you go have the highlights through my friends. You have a long fucking road to catch up on Game of Thrones. But I'm a fucking fan though. Right, right. Uh, what other shows? We missing any suits back? It's still straight. It's just Ballers like, dope. It's the second episode of Ballers. I gotta catch up on Ballers. Ballers is dope. Uh I mean if you ain't catch up on Ballers, uh The Rock does a great job, but you know, Ricky's an idiot. He just blew a million dollars on the fucking crap table. Dumb so, ass. So he hurt my heart. I don't got a million dollars. He blew a million on one roll. Oh no, baby. Yeah, so <laughs> what is you doing? That pissed me off. What is you doing? Uh, anything else? Ben, Mary Jane. I started back watching that finally. I got uh, the love for it. Yeah, um, she how she steady fucking up for me. I love Gabrielle. That's my that's my we uh, know. that's my celebrity crush. Like if I ever got a girlfriend, that's right. the only person I'm gonna crush and and cheat on you with is Gabrielle Union. So. Yeah, she do so right, then go so wrong. You be like, bitch, we was there with you. You was almost there. And then she fuck it up. But I ain't watching those. So. Yeah. No uh, matter really TV show. I tried to watch that Midnight Texas shit. Them cheesy ass graphics. I'm, I'm, it's, it's not all that. Bobby, you watching anything re- recently? No. Bobby <laughs> <laughs> said I don't even watch TV. I don't watch. I don't. I don't. Man, I don't have it all hooked up to even see like anything that's on cable or regular TV. Man, I'm like straight up Netflix and. Uh, DVDs, basically. What you cool. on Netflix on? What you watching on Netflix? Man. You you watch What Is Health? Anybody watch What Is Health? Because everybody talking about that shit right now. I don't watch What Last Is Last series I watched on Netflix was uh, The Get Down. Yeah. And I watched that first and second season. 
And then after they said that it wasn't going to be back on Netflix for the third season, I just was like, okay, whatever. I didn't watch the second season to get down because the first uh, episode of Get Down, I wasn't a fan of it. I it wasn't the same. What's Get Down about? The Get Down is like, it's like back. Birth of Hip Hop. Birth of Hip Hop. Oh, that, yeah. that, that, yeah. yeah. It, it, it didn't have the same feel as the first <laughs> season. Okay. You know? And, and you know they said the budget was too high, so they stopped making it. So I didn't even watch the whole second season of it. Damn. You know? Man, I just like you know that's my culture. Mm-hmm. Hip hop is my culture. That's and why so, I fuck with it. Right. And so to see like somebody trying to explain your culture, right. that's why I basically watched the Get Down, and I fuck with both seasons of it. But at the same time, it's like people. I don't think people understood like how in depth hip-hop was mm-hmm. and hip-hop was a genre a genre in the culture of music that came out of like poor people right mm-hmm. needing somewhere to be to express mm-hmm. themselves yeah and so you talking about like the pillars of hip-hop being like the MC and the DJ everybody know that right but like the dancing and the breaking and the graph yeah, artist f- aspect graffiti, of it right. yeah. yeah that's Elements. something that people were like not relate to because it's not something that would be promoting right. promoted on a on a on a grand on a grandstand. Right. And so to see that I was just like I was just excited. Yeah. That's that's like, why I, I initially started watching the get down because on the first season they really gave you all four elements of it. Right. Yeah. Like when they broke down the DJing part was was like dope to me. Yeah. And it they, was super they dope. gave they gave you right. how how grimy the whole the graffiti part was because right. that's a yeah. whole art. That's that's, that's an art form yeah. that's been lost in hip hop. Oh yeah, recently yeah. That's because like that. the police broke down. I mean, cracked down on you Especially know tagging and, and shit. On, on, on the East Coast with the burners and the taggers, man, right. it was just like you know. And graffiti is one of the things that's been around since ancient times. It is one of the forms of rebellion. Mm-hmm. It's the true form <laughs> of it. It's the raw. You writing. You drawing. What it is that you remember, and that, and that's what that's what I think lost a lot of people was like the how rebellious hip hop was in its right. early stages. Mm-hmm. It was just like okay, it was illegal to right. uh, to like do be a graph artist because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's not in an art gallery. Right. Uh, the the b boys and the b girls like breaking. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's, it wasn't illegal, but it was just still like something that was like frowned upon. Right, and like like jacking off on an airplane. What? Not not <laughs> frowned upon. <laughs> it was frowned upon, but it wasn't on that level, man. Like dancing in a spot that wasn't the club. You can't that's, out of left field. That's, that's jacking off an airplane. Wait, that's a off a hangover, man. It's like it's like it's like jacking off an airplane. You know he came it's from. It's not illegal. It's, it's frowned upon. It's definitely illegal to jack off an airplane. I just jack off an airplane. No, it def- it's definitely illegal. But you know, at the, at the same time, man. Uh, you imagine you get hit the back of the head. With one of them shots from the airplane, somebody jacking out. You gonna fight on that motherfucker? Why would you? That's nasty. Well, you went there. Nah, I'm just saying. <laughs> but I, I didn't really, I didn't really feel the same vibe on the second season like I did the first one. So. Second season was more about uh, to me, to me, to get down. Second season was more about uh, how can we be compensated for uh, being entertainers. And you know what I'm saying, like with the disco the era dying out, you know what I'm saying, it, it, it was kinda hard because it's like you gotta find that crowd again. Yeah. And so that's why um 
I I enjoyed it because like disco is a big part of why hip hop was birthed because disco was like flashy and you had to have this type of outfit, outfit, this type mm. of money, shiny shine, or the type of notoriety to even be there. Right. And hip hop was just more about like, okay, yo, who I'm, are we? What right. do we want to do? I'm gonna tell a story. Right. Yeah. Let you know. Tell a story. Let you know. And the DJ doing. was like more like about like let's spin some records together and mix and create something dope. Other before you would try to just like make good song placements on like you know saying DJing. Yeah. So that's why I was like more important. Yeah. To like a lot of people, it was like, oh yeah, we take the most important part of a song and make it hot. Right. Yeah. Last week, uh, Piff mentioned uh, besides the four elements, and he went on to talk about uh, five rap. Elements, right? it's five elements. Yeah. But he went on to mention that like he focuses more on rap. But when we mention the elements of hip hop, that's the type of thing we meant. Uh, it's more. It's like it's rap. It's Dancing, it's graffiti, it's, yeah. it's so much more DJ. than just DJing. It's yeah. so much more than just the rap. Mm-hmm. You know, just saying a line. It's way more in depth and it's way more of a cultural movement. Yeah, man, because like. If you even want to take a step further in 2017, it's almost grown to six with the with the talk aspect, with the, the hip hop culture of it. But see, but see, that's why people don't consider it an element of hip hop. Right. Like rap was born through, um, I'll say, the poets. Mm-hmm. And so that's why we call it rap, rhythm right. and poetry. And right. so that whole aspect comes from the fact that, like, you know, you were trying to rap, like, you, old school term, like, I'm trying to rap at you, I'm, I'm, I'm rapping this cat. Yeah. I'm trying to tell him something good, but then you put a beat to it and then you add some rhythm to it. Because right. it was all poetry to everybody. You know what I'm saying? With, with with anybody that was in the art form, how eloquently you could speak and how uh, impressive that you could be verbally was all considered like poetry. Mm-hmm. But you put a beat to it and then all of a sudden becomes a whole genre of music and you put that rhythm and poetry into that. Mm-hmm. Now, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, the focus is definitely not there now because of the simple fact that it's like, you add the music into it, which is the DJ, which is the producer. Right. And now you got these different cats that like uh look at it like it's a different art form. Right. It ain't about the uh the graph artist or the breaking, because the breaking is like minimal and uh, uh It's more into the pop R and B scene now. Yeah, the graph artists are, now do cover art and everything like that. It's more about what you can say and how the music sounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fifth if it got, got dope ass beat, I'm a fuck I'm with a fuck it type with shit, it. right? Yeah, and the fifth pillar is the knowledge. So people have left the knowledge all the way out that we talked about earlier with uh, the five percenters and African bambata, mm-hmm. Pan Africanism, right. and the culture and history of hip hop, and just the knowledge aspect of living mm-hmm. as being somebody that's uh, part of the black culture. So that's kind of been just left out there, and when people do. Uh, do it, it's like, oh wow, they're on that. Like when Jay-Z showed up to the Madison Square Garden in the in the, in the, in the 5% of, uh, piece with the seven, with the uh, the star and the crest on mm-hmm. it, it was like, oh wow, what is that? But, and Jay Electronica came back out and, and just basically like, 
gave lyrics like saying like, yeah, I'm a five percenter. So like the knowledge is left out, the graph artist is left out, the dancer breaking b-boy element of the b-boy element that's still in there is the fashion right the mc of course mm -hmm. that is going to always be a part of it but it's not the same because like it's not the only thing it's not the music is a part of it and that's the uh the dj which has become the producer so you know what I'm saying you don't really see that as much as a part of it as it was back then but all the elements are still involved but it's just like certain elements have taken prominence over other elements. Right. So, you know, saying, you know, you don't want to be in the knowledge now. I can't say nothing about you. If you don't want to tag a, a bus or a, a car now, you know, I can't really say anything about it. It's just like acknowledge that it was there. Right. It happened. And then it was a, a evolution of it. Right. Now it's cover artists that are like graffiti. Yeah. So now you learn how to Photoshop and do all type right. of stuff like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dancing from the b boy perspective has has gone away. Right. Like spin, like head spins and you know backsliding on the cardboard has. Right. The Millie Rock is like the new shit of it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's more an R&B music dance like the Chris Brown records now. No, I just think the, the problem the that, that, I mean, the problem that I have with current hip-hop, or if you want to call it that, uh, like, the mama rap shit, I don't really have a, I have a problem with it, but I understand it because, like, back when we was coming up, you had, Bone when, when, when Bone Thugs dropped, the old heads in our time didn't fuck with Bone Thugs because they was rapping too fast. Right. They didn't understand that. They don't get that. Right. And Bone Thugs was like the hardest shit going for me at the time. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So me being an old head, in my in my mind, this mumbling rap shit is not for me. No, yeah, you know. but but it, but that happens in every genre yeah, every of music. Genre. It does. It's so like, you can't knock it. You just gotta accept it. You gotta yeah. accept it. And if you're not willing to accept it, that it's, it's just really just like a sign of like your age. Mm -hmm. right. Just like um, I say, for instance, like gospel music, when the electric blues guitar was inter uh, introduced to like gospel music, you didn't really see like people just like, oh God, that is so great. You did see some people that was like loving that, but then you saw other people like. That's that devilish guitar. That's that world yeah. music. Mumble rap. Yeah. You don't understand what they're saying. Yeah. yeah. But in jazz, what did you have? Chat. Chat. The yeah. chat. Yeah. And then it, it, it went to the scat. The scat. Yeah. So it went from Cab Calloway. Howdy, 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 howdy. Howdy, howdy, And then you had Al Jarreau come back. Squeeze it up. Dee, bee, bop, 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 bop. Scoot it up, bop, 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 bop. Yeah, And like... That was like their version of music. Even like jazz, when they went to acid jazz, and it was just like, you got the saxophone and the guitar, yeah. and they started playing notes that nobody ever even really like was considered a note, but it was like, it's acid jazz. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's the, that, it's the evolution the, of the it's culture. It's the evolution. Right. And even, like I said, but particularly pertaining to like mumble rap, it's like we don't understand anything's coming out because it's just all... Musically inclined, yeah, right. type of things like Young Thug do stuff that I'd be like, I'm impressed. Two thumbs up with your like melodic right. notes, mm -hmm. but you don't understand what he's saying. But I understand that he like realize it. Oh, this sounds good, mm -hmm. right? So like, 
when it comes to that mumble rap stuff, I, I just look at it like if you don't understand it, it's not for your it's ears. It's not for you. Right. It's not for your ears. And that's what the point it's I'm at right now. It's not for your ears and your peers. Like if, <laughs> if, if, if it's if I'm at the point now, like I I gotta stop being the old head knocking it right. and just accept it for a, a form of art. Yeah, yeah, it's a form of art, and man. And just, yeah. you know, the evolution of the culture. But I, the only problem I have with that is that they don't respect the history of the culture. Right. Yeah. They don't. They up. don't. They don't. A lot of those cats don't respect the history of it. Right. But along with that, with the the mumble rap so-called genre, it's always some people that always respect the history. Mm-hmm. That's where you got Kendrick. J. Cole, right. Big Crit, right. Joey Badass. Joey Badass sounds like an early 90s rapper to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Crit, when he rapped, it sounded like he paying homage to UJ, uh, UGK. U, UGK. Right. Kendrick named his second album To Pimp a Butterfly, but before that it was To Pimp a Caterpillar, which was to pay homage to Tupac. To right. Pimp a Caterpillar. That is an acronym for Tupac. Right. And so it's always oh. somebody mm-hmm. that is coming up in the new era of music uh-huh. that is always paying homage, but you might not understand it or you might not hear it or you might not oh, get it. You might not get it. You know what I'm saying? J. Cole, to me, he is Southern hip hop. Yeah, I heard when I hear him, I hear the influence of Outkast. Right. I hear the influence of Little Brother, which... Because North Carolina is always going to be Southern rap to me. He, that's real. where he's from. Right. Little brother represent hey, North, North Carolina to the fullest. Right. And he always do Forest Hills Drive. You can't find that shit unless you're in North, North Carolina. Right. They always pay homage, but it might not come to the forefront of what they do. And so, like, I always listen to those cats, and I, I recognize Big Crit, man. Oh, I love Big Crit. Yeah. Jay Electronica, he Jay shout Electronica. out every time. Yeah. And he from New Orleans and he traveled places. Yeah. So you, when people listen to him, they're like, man, he sound like an East Coast rapper. No, he don't. To me, he sound yeah. like he's straight from Louisiana. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He just don't sound like Boosie. Yeah. Right. He right. don't sound like Webby and none of those cats right. that's in the street. Because I dare you to have a different sound or actually be original. But guess what? Right. We recognize it when we, uh, where are you from? Yeah. Well, I'm from Little Rock. Oh, I'm well, I'm from Forest City. We hear the difference in the dialect. dialect yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, take your Forest City ass to North, uh, take it to Brownsville in New York. Take right. it to Flint. Take it to Chicago. Anyway. You will hear that, like, you sound like somebody different. Right. And You're so, not from like, here. But we, yeah. we we put those boundaries around us when we from the same state or from the same county and shit like that. Right. And so that's why I always be like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they might not get it. You might not get it. But, like, it's somebody around there that gets it. Right. right. And so, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, Southern hip-hop's taking over. Right. Because really it's a simple place. Simple, simple fact to me, while Southern rap is taking over, because we have a uh, more religious pull than everybody else. Yeah, man, my family in the East Coast and the Midwest don't talk about church like we talk about church. Right, but churches and the spirituality has always been the soul of our music. Right, yeah, right. And the soul the of birth and mm-hmm. black music in America is in the South, right. because. We got 
country ass sounding. Right. Cousins, everybody uncles, got aunts. a country cousin. In, in, in Chicago, in right. Detroit, right? In Ohio, in New right. York, they be like, they be talking about you. Be like, nigga, you sound just like me. Yeah, because one generation was just before me. Yeah, mm -hmm. like all the East Coast slang and shit like that. Okay, whatever. What did your mama sound like? Right. What's your daddy sound like? Because you gonna repeat whatever you are. Because they from her. So now everybody. <laughs> so now everybody is coming back to their the origins here, mm -hmm. and that's why the South got so big of a control because we can make everybody move because the soul never left us. Right. That's right. That's why I feel like you might not like it, but don't un don't try to, you know, push away the fact that your children like it because the soul is tying them in. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You, it's a reason why motherfuckers dance in the future. Right. Mm -hmm. It's a reason. They hear that 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 beat. Because motherfuckers that drum, got that, that shit melody. embedded down here. Right. You know what I'm saying? That motherfucker pastor didn't have to have no voice. Right. He didn't have to have no dance moves. He didn't have to have like anything musically in him. But let him get with that choir. Mm -hmm. it's let him get the, let him let him stop playing that shout music. Right, he know how to get you Dun, get you out of your seat. Yeah, it's, it's magic. It's That's magic. southern. Yeah, right. There wasn't no slaves in motherfucking Maine. Right, no. they was in motherfucking Alabama, Alabama, Tennessee, all that shit. Yeah, that's why they fucking feel. So don't get mad because your your children can't deny that. Right. That's it's why in, it's I, embedded in it's them. Embedded in it's them. embedded in them. That's why it's a nigga in Playboy Cardi in New York, Milly Rock, harder than my suck. Yeah. All, right, all that shit. Taking yeah. that shit from the South. Mm. Yeah, yeah. G Herbo, Been all them niggas. <laughs> all them niggas, they taking a little bit of French Montana, even try to do that shit in right. New York. There's something they take from the South and they hate it, but at the same time, their parents love it. Right. Even Nas did a track. Years ago, almost ten years ago, right? Bridging the gap Bridging with his gap. dad. Where the fuck was his dad from? He said his song, Natchez, Mississippi. Right. Mm. That's where the fuck he's from. He's trying to bridge the gap right. between blues and hip hop. And mm. you know what's so crazy? And we know where the blues came from. Whenever uh, the south, the exactly, south. exactly. Right. Whenever East Coast or New York artists get on a down south beat, they it's so much better because this is your motherfucking roots. Like when Jadakus. Rise the motherfucking down south beat. Yeah. That shit is motherfucking like, God damn, why you ain't been riding this beat? Nas even. I just yeah. think the biggest. All of them. I think, yeah. the, I think in, my, in my opinion. Benny Siegel, one of his favorite rappers. I'm sorry, my bad. Benny Siegel, one of his favorite rappers, and he shouted it out several times, was Scarface, Scarface. from right. Houston. Yeah. Scarface. Yeah, definitely. One of the best of all time. You know, I think, you know, no, no knock on Young Jock. When Young Jock came out, he was rapping like he's from the south. Right. And then everybody trying to get on that wave because that was the insane era when the snap music was popping. Right, and, right. But Young Jock came out as a, a, a East Coast rapper, yeah. rapping like he's from the he South. Because right. he was signed to Sean uh, Puffy Cone. Yeah. Right. Or P. Diddy, whatever the fuck we and then And right. then that was the wave at the time. So, I mean, you can't really knock what the South does. And like you said, I mean, it's embedded in them. But that, that, it goes way, way back to the drums mm. and how people... Uh, our people react to drums and rhythm. Right. Drums and Spotify rhythm culture, yeah. man. So it's just, I mean, it's, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not shitting from the East Coast, the Midwest, uh, mid I mean, Midwest, West Coast music. I'm not shitting on any of those black artists, but they got to realize the origin. Right. And so it ain't no wonder. Your kids did not choose to be like, should I choose between Jay-Z or T.I.? 
Right. It just happened. Right. And they gravitated towards something. Radio 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 never decided to be like, fuck this shit. West Coast, Midwest, East Coast getting too much play. Right. Let's just go ahead and start playing this out. You couldn't you stop know. it. You couldn't stop it. It just happened. Right. Yeah. We got people want to listen to your shit. Like we we, we shit. got shunned for so long and right. to the point that it was like cause we talk about UGK, eight ball MJG, Scarface, Master P, right. Master P. Trick Daddy, Miss Master P. None of them niggas was getting love up north. None of them. But then all yep. of a sudden, when somebody got exposed to it, it right. was like, damn. This shit go hard. I like this shit more than I like Wu-Tang. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I mean, and I love Wu-Tang. Right. Mm-hmm. But damn, when I heard some shit that hit my soul, and, and it was uh, now it was a discussion like, them niggas ain't lyrical. Mm-hmm. Like, the fuck you mean? Go read a My Angelou poem. Right. And Still I Rise. What was so deep about that shit? Mm. Nothing. And I'm not saying that she wasn't talented, but I'm just saying, Maya Angelou is respected amongst the literary scholars out of all that shit that came out the Harlem Renaissance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then she got, the one to, the, and, the, she, the four and she a queen of this queen shit, of this shit. Yeah. from Stamps, Ar- well, from Missouri, raised and groomed in Stamps, Arkansas. Right. Mm-hmm. Facts. What the fuck? What the fuck? All these motherfuckers that that were like act Angela Davis, yeah, from the fucking South, became like uh, Black, Black Liberation yeah. uh, Army or Black, Black Panther, Panther, one of the two. Black she left and saw the shit in the South. Went to the West Coast. Right. Why the fuck is she so prominent? Right. It's something about her that seen both tides of the shit. Mm-hmm. Right. They've you been know, through it. They understand passion, that. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And so that's what I'm saying. Don't discount us. Motherfucker, when I went to New York, one of the, one of the like, third or fourth times that I went to New York, they were like, why do y'all still have cities that, like, sundown? They was just like, that sh- we would, like, ride over the shit. I was like, you don't live where I live. You don't live. I dare you to come I, I, I can't. I can't get a room of motherfuckers to go run up there. Right. Up here. Y'all are a majority. Right. America, what they said the other day, 13% African-American. 13. We mm-hmm. are, y'all all in a, one metropolitan town on living yeah. on top of each other. We, we, we sitting there like that. Right. So I'm just saying, like, black people cannot deny their roots. And, and your same grandmother or great-grandmother or great-great-grandmother that was singing a Negro spiritual that helped them guide them to the Underground Railroad is a reason why... It's music here in Atlanta, Florida, Little Rock, Memphis, that's helping them got themselves towards like freedom of expression. Right. That's what I feel. Right. Shout and out I to love full, East Coast music. Right. Full circle. That's mm-hmm. full circle. Full circle. Shout out to all the new artists that dropped albums this uh, past week. Yeah. Master P back. Really? <laughs> you that? What he dropped? What he dropped? He dropped the albums about ten tracks long, but it's got like that good Master P feel that no got, limit days. What's the name did? of the album? I don't know. I'm about to say because I, I got to check that shit out. I do not know it off the top of my head. <laughs> I just did a search for it because I put. Uh, you know what? It's in my music. Uh, I just go. got title, so I'm excited. Master, yeah, I got, I got that title. title That's why I got title it. Title free. I'm, I'm fucking with it. But, yo, it's called uh, Intelligent Hulu. I'm Master about to go P. check that shit out tonight when I go home, man. Master P, Twister came out with a new one. Oh, I Twister? fuck with Twister. Twister came out with a new one. I fuck with Twister. Though. It's called look, thanks, thanks, thanks. Shout out to Title. <laughs> it's called Crook County. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, my speed came out. Meek Mill dropped one, number oh, three. Oh, Meek back? Yeah, Meek back. They said it's a nice album. He made Niggas three. told me that he had some nice new shit. They said his new shit kind of nice. I thought it was just a song. I didn't know it was an album. Yeah, Tyler the Creator. I don't really know the Tyler Creator fan, but you know. I fuck with Tyler the Creator. I hate crazy ass. Really, I really can't get into Tyler, though. He's different. I, I, I fuck really with his whole even, little squad, real yeah. talk. I couldn't even tell you one of his tracks except from his, you know, social So, you know, they got, a, they got a situation with, uh, they got a situation with uh, Meek and DJ Academic. Right. It's always going to be a situation Real quick, Fresh Montana dropped DJ. the new one, too, and I'm done. We talked about talk Fresh Montana. I tell you, this shit jumping. That jungle yeah. music, uh, Jungle Jungle Rules Jungle Rules Jungle right. Rules go hard Okay I fuck with that Man but DJ Academics Always got some shit going DJ on DJ Academics He always got some shit going on I think we man. need to pray for him Okay Because recently Meek Mill had a uh, Interview on the radio station Stating that You know He not He don't know why All these outlets Don't post his music That his album dropped And he's They not really Fucking with him mm-hmm. Like you know He got in a beef with Wale Because Wale didn't repost His album but he reposted Drake album dropping. That's why they Some got shit, in the fallout. Right. right. Yeah. But he got an interview recently saying that he he all these outlets don't post his album, his music. And he mentioned DJ Academics. So DJ Academics got this his YouTube page who's, you know, he on he's on the complex with Joe Buttons. Yeah, but everyday he, struggle. He got everyday struggle. Daily struggle or whatever, the everyday struggle. Everyday struggle. And he got his YouTube page, who, who, where he got his most of his fans from. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker goes on his YouTube page and posts all the DMs that uh, Meek and his uh, Dream Chaser squad sent him <laughs> about, Damn. you know, posting all the negative shit about him in the media back when he went to jail and. Uh, probation violations and Nikki and shit like that. So they DM'd him about you know stop posting us in a negative light. You know if you don't if you keep posting up posting on negative, we're gonna use our tactics to you know make you stop basically. Right. So these academics went in and posted all these da- goddamn DMs showing him why he stopped <laughs> posting all Meek Mill's music. Damn. Meek Mill in the same interview said that. You know, DJ Academics, you know, he don't post my stuff, but, you know, saying when I see him, we'll, we'll talk that shit out. Right. Quote, unquote, we'll talk that shit out. Basically, you know, you a goon. You you, you fucked up Quinn Miller. You know you're going to fuck up DJ Academics. <laughs> you know, so. He didn't even fuck up that nigga Safari. Nah. <laughs> so. That shit he, was garbage. He, Garbo, man. He basically is internet dry snitching. Yeah, on Meek Mill's stating why he don't post Meek Mill because he told him if you're not gonna post me in a positive light, don't post me at all. Right. So he stopped posting them at all. So he he released all these goddamn DMs stating why he don't post them after Meek Mill did the interview about how academics don't post his music no more. Oh, man, DJ academics, man. Um, I don't know. A whole lot about him, man. Mm-hmm. I just know the controversy that surrounds him. And, man, he just looked bad, man. Because, like, he seemed like he only fucked with the artists that he fucked with. He don't fuck with him. He's right. not in the world. Like, he's a, he's a basement nigga. He's like, yeah. he's like a person in the basement who got a following off his computer that he's not in the world. And this whole... Shit up on YouTube this, and Twitter. This whole yeah. complex... The uh, platform that he has exposed him to 
these hip hop niggas. Right. These real so, motherfuckers. So when motherfuckers come on there, they remember you talking that shit off your social media yeah, yeah, and they're gonna right. approach you. Yeah. So the thing is that I just think that he's he's not really aware of the world, how the world works, because he's so naive because he's he's a I mean, quote unquote, he's a basement nigga. He, he's he's yeah, he's on right. his computer talking shit and people fuck with him. Right. So him releasing these DMs about a celebrity who's about that life, quote unquote, is not the best move for you. Yeah, and you don't know how to, this world works. So because they're like he don't understand. Like first off, and I'm not saying that this is a qualification or a regulation. He not no street nigga at all. He say that all the time. I'm not a street nigga. He yeah. not a street nigga, and so like, and his. Definitely noticeable because when street niggas approach him on some shit, is is like, hey, look, I was just trying to say this. And is this I was the just, same nigga that was in the jump button? Uh, yeah, with the Migo shit. Yeah, same Migos dude. Shit, same same dude. It was the okay. same thing. But okay. the thing about it was he, he got, got into it with Vic Mensa. Oh right. yeah, yeah. Because he he, he should have got into it with Vic Mensa. Yeah, like he started. Like he got a lot of his notoriety off like. Talking bad, shit, bad mouthing like what Chicago had going on. Yeah, right. and when murders. I started seeing that shit, I was just like, "Come on, bro!" But I ain't say shit because I ain't. This is that what you want though? No, well, you know, no, I don't really. You're not gonna is, respond to me because I'm not even right. somebody that you should respond to. Being somebody that's like notably in the spotlight, right? But it's just the same thing. It's just like, look, you were dissing people. Who didn't have a reason to even backfire and say some stuff back to you? Mm-hmm. But when they, when you got to that level, they was like, "Damn, this is old shit." Like, this is, I, yeah, this is. So it's like, you. damn, now I now I have a reason to respond. I was yeah. like, okay, fuck it. But then you started getting higher and higher and higher. And the up. thing is that you can talk that shit in your basement, mm-hmm. and nobody knows who you are. Yeah, and then you got a big following. So people that's in the industry. Respond to you because people are responding to what you're saying. Right. So once you got that platform on Complex, you're visible. Right. People yeah. can oh, yeah. see you now. Don't worry me. So. And then these people that you've been shitting on right. are coming to your show right. or coming to your platform and they're going to address you in that shit. Right. You ain't so now shit. you're in a position to where you have to address the same people you've been shitting on these years right. on your platform on a higher scale. Yeah. yeah. And... You know, he's friends with Charlemagne the God, and Charlemagne told him, look, look, you got to stay in your truth, whatever, this, that, and the third, but you have been shitting on these people for so years. So long. That mm. now, we know who what you look like and what you, who you are. And, and, you and, know, and, 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 and the difference is between him and Charlemagne, like, one thing, like, Charlemagne, he get on my nerves. Yeah, he does. And, you know, he get on my nerves because he just, he do a lot. Extra. He, yeah, he do. But, I still listen to him because but, that's why people made, gravitate to gravitate yeah, to him. Yeah, just like any other shock jock, Howard Stern, Wendy Williams. Exactly. He's right. very similar, except he happens to be more focused on what's going on in the black community. Yeah. But like, what got on my nerves about Charlemagne was just like, dude, he say shit and he don't fear no repercussions. When it happened, he act like it ain't never happened. Yeah. <laughs> he does. What uh, are you talking about? What are you talking about? He act like he never expected. I don't, I don't he would, he mean, would address it, see? but it's not like, you know, I'm, I'm not that guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, like, my in, my in my world, I'm like, fighting words are disrespect. So yeah. if you say, 
Y'all power lunch hour come to me and say, like, oh, Cyrus to God, Bali, he a bitch-ass nigga. Fuck him. We had him over here before. We heard him. Yeah. He's a bitch-ass nigga. Fuck that bitch-ass nigga. Yeah. I hear this shit. I'm like, damn, I should go knock somebody out for yeah. the power lunch hour. Yeah. yeah. If not both of y'all. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, hit, hit him first. Hit him first. Uh, man, I got to pick and choose. I don't know. It's okay. probably going to be the one that said it first. Everybody going to go the court of Seggy first. Yeah. And so, like. So, when y'all meet up. It's so, like, Charlamagne would act like, well, I said it, but, you know, that's radio. This, yeah. this is what I do. This, this is what, what I do. do. Yeah. And so, like. No but academics was doing that shit before motherfuckers knew him. Yeah. And so, when he got a come up off that shit, yeah. all being like a gossip, like, blogger. And yeah. shit was coming back on his And then he actually got a moment to be in front of the camera. People were like, this, this nigga this talking this shit? This nigga him. talking shit? This, this dude right here who seemed like he wouldn't even fucking hurt a fly. Yeah. Oh, it make me even more enraged. I'm like, maybe I should slap the shit out of him <laughs> and knock him. That's what Vic said. I should slap the fuck at you. Yeah. Because all the shit you've been saying. Yeah. And so, like, I understand why he said some shit about Meek because Meek was doing a lot of shit people would probably say some shit about. Yeah. Even if you weren't famous, right. your friends would probably say some shit. But, you know, you just have to just... Um, you have to really just sit there and analyze, like, is he worth somebody that I should really go at? Right. It's not. It's not. No. It's not. But he doesn't stop talking. Right. He making his money and off of then, this shit. Then it come a thing about, like, being a man. It's like, should I shut this motherfucker up one time? Right. And that's what people approach academics on a lot of times. It's like, just shut the fuck up because you can't speak on me because you would never in your life ever Say the shit to my face. But this is the problem with that, though, because academics talk all this shit prior. But if you if you beat the fuck at academics, who's a pussy in this bitch? Like, if I beat if I you if you beat up academics, you look like a square. Like, cause he's, he, he's not do, a gangster but at, nigga. But at the same time, it's like, why let this square keep on talking? Uh, yeah. So yeah. that's what that's what the main thing. Like nobody wants to kill like academics. No. Everybody wants to just slap the just shit slap out the of shit out of one good time. It's like, dude, it's like that dude, it's like you get no fucking props for props for like beating the shit out of. At all. We've seen that shit like through our whole life. It's just like, okay, oh, uh, we got this one dude in the class always talking shit. He nerdy as fuck. Yeah. What the fuck are we gonna do with him? But he, we be like, man, shut the fuck up with your bitch ass. Yeah. Like, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. You know. You and then care. once you beat his ass, like, why you, you beat his ass? I'm not scared like, of you. I'm not scared of you. And you beat his ass, and everybody be like, we knew you was gonna beat his ass. But yeah. There's not no win, really. You beat his ass. We knew it was coming. So either you let him keep on talking, or you just beat, beat his, his ass. ass. <laughs> And so when he get his ass beat, nobody feels sorry for him. Yeah. yeah. We thought that was coming soon. So I don't know. I mean, Mick, Mick can't be. I don't think he can do shit to him because he already stated on an interview that he's not a fan of him. Yeah. And then he already put out all the information about Meek on his YouTube page. Yeah. So if, yeah. if something happened to DJ Academics. We know who did it. We know who, <laughs> we know who did it. Man, if something happened to DJ Academics, if something happened to DJ Academics, then we know that it was somebody that was like, Feeling like, yeah, you hated on me. Yeah. yeah you, you earned that. Uh, last music story. We got Wale. 
Um, as you know, Wale's baby girl just celebrated her birthday. Mm -hmm. It was a YouTube video. Uh, he sprayed, made it rain on his daughter. Yeah. Everybody was like, oh my God, how can you just throw dollar bills on your baby girl? What people did not understand is uh, Wale is Nigerian American. I knew that. Yeah. Uh, they have this custom where they call spray. They yeah. only do they only do it at their birthdays, they do it at weddings and mm -hmm. special occasions and stuff. They gonna make it rain on the couple, on the baby, whatever. So it was like, I think this is a teachable moment. You need to understand what my culture is about. And yeah. Not just what you think. It's about just strip clubs and we spending money. No, we blessing them with titans. We wishing them into a new horizon, into a new life, stuff like that. Yeah. So while they told y'all to fuck yourselves. <laughs> Teach, <laughs> teachable moment. Tell me because teachable I already moment. knew. Yeah, right. teachable moment. Niggas is mad about like making it rain on your family. Right. Like like you not supposed to. Oh, I should go put a little uh, ball head little bitch through college, but I can't make my family come out. Like, what are you mad about people throwing dollars for? <laughs> what like, are you mad about? What are you mad about? Like, like my whole thing <laughs> with that, uh, first off, people don't take enough time to, like, understand the culture of their origins. Right. And so... Like, dude, like, everything that we do is unbeknownst a lot of times, and it's so cultural. So cultural. They just don't get Black it. They people, don't get it, don't understand, don't, or don't want to fuck with it. They don't want to fuck with it. They don't want to fuck with it. Like, African culture, man, we celebrate so much shit. So much shit. We celebrated uh, a woman becoming a woman. Right. A girl becoming a woman. I'm sorry. Right. We celebrated a man becoming a man. We celebrated uh, marriages. Right. We celebrated arranged marriages. Yeah. We celebrated like kings becoming kings before they were kings. Right. And so like now you want to be upset about like they people like up. celebrating their relatives We've done that shit culturally our whole lives. How are we going to celebrate a woman having a first period and you don't understand a woman being 13 or a sweet 16? Right. Like, what it, like, like, it's only not understandable because you don't know your people. Right. Mm -hmm. Black folks have celebrated everything. We celebrate. Winning at spades. We celebrating family reunions. Right. That shit is culturally tied to us. And it and it means that it was there before we even acknowledged it. Right. And so, like, why are you upset about this guy celebrating his culture? It's because now that he's celebrating his baby daughter. His so. baby daughter and his culture from which he came from. Right. So why are you upset? You're upset because you don't understand it. You're upset because you don't understand it. That's a lot. Of you don't understand it culture, because yeah. you you don't want to understand it. You don't take time now to 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 research and understand what he what he does. Facts. And 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 that's what black people always have accepted. Like not every black person, but like black people in general, mm. we've accepted the fact that we should celebrate Thanksgiving, knowing damn near that was a massacre. It's right. a slaughterhouse, right? It's a slaughterhouse. I, I think the reason we, why we celebrate because we know each day is a blessing. So he, if we got a reason to put a title on this motherfucking celebration. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's, let's do get it. it. I have no like issue. that grill up, Uncle Willie. Hey, I have no issue with black people cooking. And showing love on Thanksgiving. I have no issue with black people. Right. 
giving presents out on th- all on Christmas. Right. I have no issue with parents giving their children something to be surprised about on Easter with the Easter eggs. Right. But I have an issue when you don't acknowledge why some people don't want to celebrate that. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And that and look, it's it's not a reason to argue on. It's just a reason for us to understand each other. Right. Everybody because should be have the right to embrace the, their own but, culture. Because you but and and that's not our culture. Right. You should not be upset about people not embracing somebody else's culture. Mm-hmm. Your culture is there. Right. This culture is here. Why are you upset about like Christmas is Saturnali. They drunk and got drunk to the point where they beat other people and rape people. That's the origin of Christmas. Origin of of Thanksgiving is like people getting people drunk enough to steal, beat, and kill native and indigenous people People. to that. Right. Easter, we don't want to talk about the pagan holiday and that shit, but you just go look that shit up. Fourth of July, black people. It's all about white people. We can talk about Juneteenth if you wanted to, but if you don't want to talk about it, cool. We talked about that a couple episodes ago. Yeah, yeah. Have Valentine's for, Day. Have respect and, for people's space. Yeah, Valentine's Day ain't got shit to do with black folks. Yeah, nah. But if you want to join in, go ahead and join. Go right in. in. We here for you. And we can go to every holiday. And the thing about it is, if you want to get upset about people celebrating the holiday, I understand it. If you don't, I still understand it. Don't get mad at me for understanding it. Mm-hmm. Right. That's the only thing about it. That's what we talked about uh, a couple episodes ago. Like, if I tell you the origin of a holiday, don't look at me as an angry black person. Right. Just look at me as a person trying to put you on game. Tell it where it comes. And just let tell, it be that. I'm telling you, I'm informing you on what's going on. Right. Yeah. Labor Day, President's Day, none of that means shit to me. Right. But I'm If I don't want to celebrate it, don't get upset with me. Right. But if you want to celebrate it and you want me to come through and I might just come say something to you or I might not come through at all. Hey, man. Take just, this day off work and <laughs> be happy. That's what it is to me, right. a day off work that I'm getting paid. Right. That's all that means to me. When I was at the hospital and I worked, they said, well, what, what holidays do you want to work? I said Christmas and, and Thanksgiving. I was going to get the same team. Uh, same uh, time and a half. But I just realized that I was just like, dude, these holidays don't really mean nothing to me. I can give people that I love gifts and presents and eat with them all year long. Yeah. Cookouts happen all the damn time. Thanksgiving is not important to me. Gifts, we share, we share gifts every day like it's Christmas when when we around my peoples. So, uh, Christmas was not a big deal. Mm -mm. We just saying like, don't force people to try to love what you love, what you love. or celebrate what you celebrate. Or they force right. down your throat. Nah. All right. That's what we yeah. got to do as black people, you know? All right. So we got one fix my life question, so let's get to it. Fix my life. Dun, dun, dun. Right. This one came off of uh, Facebook. One of my followers uh, posted it on the, on their page. 
Uh, they didn't give a name that they want to use, so I'm going to give them uh, QL. Yeah. QL. Shout out QL. Okay, QL. Shout out you know to you, QL. Appreciate you. If my girlfriend and her friend are no longer friends, am I supposed to be to quit being cool with her friend too? She cool people, and I don't see why my girlfriend don't understand that it's a woman ain't talking. got nothing to do with me. What do you think? Because I'm still cool with it. Uh, so like so two women. She says it came from her inbox. Okay. So it sounds like it's from a male. If my girlfriend what? If my girlfriend and her friend are no longer friends, am I supposed to quit being cool with her friend too? Yes. She cool people, and I don't see why my girlfriend don't understand that. Ain't nothing going. Ain't got nothing going on or nothing to do with me. Figure it out. What do you think? Because I'm still cool with it. The enemy of my friend is my enemy. Right. So if if your friend is not cool with another person, then that's your enemy yeah. in my book. Right. So you need to realize first why your friend is no longer cool with an outside friend mm-hmm. and address that. But like if that's your friend first. Right. And they don't fuck with that other person. Right. I don't fuck with the other person. I'm not knowing it. Your friend is your enemy is my enemy. It's done. It's you ain't never had a friend like me. Like it's, it's done. <laughs> I ride for you, ride for me. Man, like my enemy. You ain't never had a friend like me. Ain't get Tupac, man. Nah, like real talk. Like I put it in two perspectives. Like, look. If you got a girlfriend as a man mm-hmm. and she stopped being cool with the other girl, right? And that other girl is cool, and you consider yourself that other girl's friend, and you plan on staying in a relationship with your girlfriend, no brainer. Leave that motherfucker alone. <laughs> Leave her the fuck alone. Because. Ain't nothing going to benefit from that other than the fact that you might gain a homegirl who you might lose because women change friends all the time. All the goddamn They time. can't fucking, like, realize that they are not about to be friends with this woman again. Right. Or... They'll make you, up and your ass left alone. Or they'll break up with you over the fact of that friendship. Right. Well, mm-hmm. this is a solid motherfucker. You might want to go ahead and explain it in a nice way. Like, look, you cool. I like you. You have done nothing to me. But the woman I plan on being with for a while mm-hmm. don't want no dealings with you. So, I tell you this right here. I can't fuck with you like that no more. Right. You got to tell her like that. Got to. Because women will always switch around their friends. They only might have like a few that they might kick with for the rest of their life. And that's the main thing. Now, two women arguing over the fact. Of another person. That they no, that they might not be cool with this girl again is totally different. Totally different. Because the simple fact is right here. 
as a woman, you know that this woman might be a disagreeable person. Right. <laughs> and even right. though you've been friends with her for years and years and years, yeah. and you like this other girl that's came into the equation, yeah. you might not want to uh, let go of that recent friendship in exchange for this long-term friendship. Right. So, yeah, uh, you got to make a choice. But most men don't need to make that choice. Right. It's like, look. Go with your gal. Go with your girl, man, for, for real. real. No brainer. No brainer. No brainer. Even if you ain't going to be with her for the rest of your life. Go with your it's gal a no brainer. Brain. Because being friends with a woman could likely turn into something that is not platonic. Right. Well, I can't say that. And if she I, look, I got a homegirl who, who's. You got a? A homegirl. A? A? Hey, one homegirl. One. One. Exactly. So, you know. You are one. And how many homegirls you got? One. one. No, how many, though? I got one homegirl I ride for. And I guarantee you he had many homegirls that he rolled for before that. Yeah. And they became friends. Right. Wait, wait, is the quotation fingers crossed? It was the quotation. Yeah, I ain't stick my hands up. I'm just saying. I did. Oh, okay. Air quotation. I'm just saying. I, I mean, I got a homegirl I ride for. Right. And if you fuck with me, you got to know I fuck with her. Mm-hmm. Right. So if you don't fuck well, with her. Well, how many girls that you was was homegirls and then they became friends? Uh, no, I mean, not like that, though. Not enough fingers. Not enough fingers. <laughs> 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 I've had, I, I got a homegirl who I ride with. Who, if I'm in a relationship with somebody who does not fuck with her because they're not comfortable with that, I'm a dead it because I'm not going. But not, you got one homegirl like that. Yeah, it's my rider. I'm not going. That's I'm your not, rider. Yeah, I'm not going. I'm not going dead her because you don't feel her. Why are you not going to dead her? That's my dog. Why? Because it's my dog. I'm saying, but why she your dog? I mean, why? Why would anybody who's in your circle who you feel that you? But why her with, particular? I mean, you go through you go through situations with people that you feel that you never fucked her, never, never, Ever? never will, never will. What? That's my dog, like my hundred grand. That shit be bringing you motherfucking closer. I'm be trying to tell tell you. I'm sitting over here sipping my motherfucking drink. <laughs> saying never fucked and never will. Uh, I kind of find it hard to believe, dog. I don't know why, though, because I I didn't roll. I hard. do know why it's hard. I didn't roll the bat. Why, why is it hard? Why is it hard? Because, man. I'm listening. That pussy be calling me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not the case, though, but I didn't roll. Ah, I yeah. Didn't, Especially when it's there all the time. I didn't roll. I didn't roll. Right now, I didn't roll hard for my friend because that's my dog. If you if you hold me down, I hold you down. I hold you down. You so, got it right. So I'm not going. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. You know, saying put you down because somebody I'm fucking with. with. What? But, but this situation is different though. But this is how this situation. How the, the conversation was the friend that you fucking with. It's their friend. Right, and they don't fuck with their friend no more. But you friend was their friend. But how? Well, that's what I'm though. fucking with you though. CIB. <laughs> <laughs> I see how you did that. No, I'm just saying, like, if you find somebody, you can't be attracted to the nigga damn near most of the times. If you can't find somebody that's solid, you can't fuck with them. Cause you got to be unattractive, damn near most of the times, or it got to be boundaries that you can't step across. 
That's not true. You ain't got to fuck everybody you fuck with. You ain't got to fuck every girl you got to fuck with. You, you don't. You don't. We, no, 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 no. I'm saying you got to say it like that. Oh, well, you ain't got <laughs> Pause. You ain't got to fuck every girl you fuck with. So if you find somebody that you fuck with on a, on a solid level, you got to ride for that person because if they hold you down, you got to hold them down. It's just solid like that. But if you hold them down and they hold you down, is it obsolete that you cannot fuck with them beyond that? I and have you ever done that? Because I have. I'm just asking. No, if you get to that level with a person that you you solid What's with. What's the level? That that's that's your dog. You know, so you know I had too many dogs, man. He <laughs> <laughs> said call me Michael Vick. <laughs> I'm wrong. killing all these motherfuckers. The bitches was out of control, man. I'm just saying though, man. You gotta be one hundred with people, man. But right. in this conversation we're in this people, conversation man. we're having, the the question was it's if your friend is not friends with their friend no more, would you still be friends with them? If my friend was it's, friends was with somebody my friends with somebody else that I knew friends. about right and I wasn't friends with that person and yeah I would go ahead and leave but if you push me into a friendship with friends that I didn't want to be friends with but I found that that I liked yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know let it go yeah okay I gotta decide whether I value everybody's friendship because friendship is something Something hard to find. Yeah. Yeah, friendship is like is yeah. like real. Niggas ain't got yeah. friends these days. You right? really don't. You really don't. Niggas be having associates fingers. like a motherfucker. Like a motherfucker. So you find you a friend, you need to lock that bitch down. Lock bro. him down. Alright. Find you a friend. Lock him down. On that note, we're gonna take a quick commercial break. Shot tip your bartender. We'll be right back with Act 3. Get y'all up out of here for the day. It's been a great show. I'm loving this shit. Alright, we'll be right back. What up, what up, good people? It's your boy, I'm something else. Here to let you know about our great, great sponsors at Papa Top Wine, Spirits, and Beverages at 1901 South University, Little Rock, Arkansas. Now listen up, Pop Top got the best deals in town on all your adult beverages. They got anything you need from Chardonnay to Tangeray, from Exotic to Hypnotic. So let's throw it back like it's 2002, make yourself an Incredible Hulk, and do it for the culture. So talk to our good friends at Papa Top, Wine, Spirits, and Beverages, 1901 South University. Let them know the Power Lunch Hour sent you, and have a great weekend. Now let's get back into it. What's good, Power Lunch Hour fans? I have the latest innovative technology feat for you. It's an app called Caught in the Act. Are you tired of people going through your phone when you're not looking? Are you tired of your girl checking your phone to see who just texts you? Are you tired of your man checking your phone to see who texts you? Well, we have a new app called Caught in the Act. You can search for it on the Android market and the Play Store. Look for Caught in the Act. It's only $2.99. It takes a picture of anybody trying to use your phone without your permission emails it to you so you know who it was so if they lied you can't figure out why your phone is locked for a whole two to three minutes now you know and you get a picture of them caught on it you can put them on blast look at them going through my phone look at them you got your proof right there caught in the act on the android market check it out $2.99 that's a deal if i've ever heard of one now let's get back to the show 
I got time today, cuz. I got time today, cuz. I got a little time. I got a little time. <laughs> we made it to the last egg, baby. Here we are. Woo! Y'all are stuck with us. We appreciate you. You listen. You care. You give a damn. It's going to probably take you a couple of days to listen to, but hey, I appreciate you for being in the building. It's worth it. It's worth it. It's not my fault. It's not my fault. It's not my fault. It's been jewels dropped. Ain't nobody's fault. This is where good shit happens, when good people get together. If you ever kicked with me before, you know, you're going to say, I'm just going over there for a quick 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour, I'm going to do you never get the deal. <laughs> sun come up, you hey, sleeping like what happened? Minute, dog. I just yeah. seen niggas wake up on my shoe before. <laughs> I thought it was a hell of a party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is what we do. Bro. This is what we do, man. So welcome, yeah. This is what power lunch out is. You come for lunch, you end up staying for dinner at Waffle House in the morning or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I got time today, cuz. What you got time for today, cuz? My actual I got time today is is more of a positive ego boost for me. Okay. I was gonna go negative with it, but I couldn't find no place to be negative in it. I got a call this morning. You know, somebody always makes some of jam screen before the show drop. I love it. I got a call this morning from uh this little female I used to uh talk to. Uh didn't get too far. We know we we kicked it. We didn't get too intimate in it, you know. Okay. Just cool. You didn't put your dick in her? Didn't put my dick in her. Okay. Just cool. <laughs> just cool, you know, it's they never really got to that far. We just never quite connected. I was working like a Jamaican. You know, shit happens. Anyway, she called me to let me know uh, that some her ex uh, knows all about me. Mm-hmm. Knows my first, last name, and mm. all of that. And, you know, was calling her Miss Stokes. And I know you fucking with that nigga over there mm. and shit like this. Interesting. You know, I was like, oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn, who is this nigga? I, know, I must know this motherfucker. Tell him to pull up. Pull up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she said this motherfucker name was Travis something. I don't know who the fuck this nigga is. <laughs> I ain't got no, no search histories with him. I don't have no IG accounts with him. I don't know who the fuck he is. But he mad about me. So, and good dick news that good dick didn't even do shit. I feel a little honored that my name is no motherfucking mouth for shit he think I'm doing with a chick. And I ain't even did shit. Damn. The power of perception is a motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey. Thank you for giving me so much props and shout outs that you know, you know, if I fuck with a chick, I probably smash, but I did this time. So, no salute. Thank you for making me feel good about my self-esteem. <laughs> and I'm out here making niggas mad. And, and that just made me feel good. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got niggas mad. For no reason. For no reason at all. And you know, so salute to you. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're your feelings for nothing. You're in your feelings for nothing, my nigga. And, you know, salute. Thank you. I feel good about myself. You know, like, ah, I'm doing something. You know what I'm saying? I might go run an extra lap or something tomorrow. That's what I'm <laughs> so, my I got time today is I don't have time for you, nigga. So, thank you. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm not even bothered or perturbed. I really don't give a shit. So, funny. salute. Well, I got time today, cuz. You got time today, cuz. My time going to be very short. All right. All right, so. I like this show. I was, <laughs> <laughs> so I was, I was on social media, the intraweb, 
And I put a, a couple posts about side chicks, mm-hmm. just random thoughts and ideas in my brain. I saw the side chick post. If I, I wasn't so busy at work today. I put some side chick post up that, you know, my brain comes up with and I just let my thoughts flow. Okay. And, you know, a couple side chick posts kind of hit some people in the heart. Right. And a couple people hit me up like. In their motherfucking chest. Like, you, you. <laughs> Are you talking about so and so? Yeah. Like, I don't even know who that is. Right. Are you talking about me? I'm not a side chick. Look, I don't even know you like that. <laughs> I tell you, I don't know you internet niggas like that. We friends on social internet, but I don't know you like that. I don't know your life. I don't know what you're going through. Right. So I have I I don't gain anything from talking about you on my social media. Mm-hmm. I don't get any extra likes. I don't get paid. I don't get a check for this shit. So no I'm not really points. trying to throw shots at you because I don't really know your life. Right. We just internet friends. So what I'm doing is just let my thoughts flourish. Right. And if you feel that I'm talking about you, do not let me know about it because I'm going to talk about you on this podcast. I hit dog. Yep. So bitch. I just talk <laughs> shit. My thoughts flourish all day, every day. And I let right. my, my thoughts flow on social media. I'm not talking about you. I don't know your life. I'm not talking about somebody you know. Right. I don't know. I don't give a fuck about your life. I don't gain any access or any uh, financial gain from talking about you. So why would I throw shots at you on social media? Right. I don't give a fuck. You have no consequence to me, bitch. At all. So don't come to me if I post something that you make. You may feel that I'm talking about you. I'm right. not because I don't know you like that. Right. So I have no no dog in this fight. I'm talking about shit that comes on in my brain and I put it on social media. So Get out your feelings because you're doing thottish behavior. If you feel like you're a side chick or a side nigga, hey... I don't know your life. Don't get caught. Just do your thing, man. Don't if get caught. If this thing feels too close to home, then fuck it. Fix your home. Shit. Yeah. I ain't got nothing to do with you it. got yeah. shit to do with it. Call advantage of somebody. Goddamn. Terminix. Something. Yeah. Foundation builder. They know they restore foundations all the time. Easy. Yeah. Build your home up. Yeah. yeah build your motherfucking home up. What's, oh, what, what's the segment called? I got, I got time, time today, today cuz. Oh, yeah, I got time today, man. What you got what time you mad for? Today? About? What you got time for? I ain't mad about nothing, man, but I'm just, you know what I'm saying, just going to speak on the fact that, like, you know what I'm saying, a lot of women think that um, their baby daddy care about them more than is actually true. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so, like, so. <laughs> So I just want to let people know that, like, real talk, like, look, your child is, like, one situation and your interaction and communication with them is a totally different situation. Right. And, uh, you know what I'm saying? That goes along with a lot of things that go down in our community besides baby daddy, baby mama things. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know what I'm saying? You want to sit there and believe that your, uh, your job really wants you like that. When they don't really give a fuck about you like that. Right. <laughs> and so, you know, you just got to realize, look, you are there to do a specific thing. And as a father or as a mother, your job is to do this or that. And when you don't do it, it is not because your counterpart is not um Willing to see all of that stuff happen. When you're on your job, it is not because, like, you don't do your job to your liking. 
or somebody else like it. It's a lot of times you just don't pull the shit that you're supposed to do. Right. So, like, you know what I'm saying? I just want to let everybody know, like, look, a lot of times things get fucked up because you're fucked up as a person. Right. And that's, <laughs> right. and you know what I'm saying? That's real. You got to take accountability for your goddamn self. Self-accountability, man. Right. Responsibility. It's all about that. And when you don't do those things, man, Things get out of hand. But one thing you can always do is remind people of who you are. And when you neglect to to do that, then that's when you put yourself in a position to where you are subject to ridicule, uh, critique, all of that type of things. Mm-hmm. So I just want to say to y'all, like, look, chill out on loving yourselves the most and understand that, like, you got to be honest with yourselves, too. And that's what I got time today for. Because, cause, you know what I'm saying? Like, really, a lot of times, it ain't really about you. It's about what you do, you know? So that's what it is. Right. Yeah. It's about it's about more things than just you. It's more people around you, more people that are looking at you as uh, responsibility. It's bigger than Nino Brown. It's bigger than, it's bigger <laughs> than Nino Brown. <laughs> Accountability, man. Accountability, bitch. Yeah. Do you have it? Hell yeah, that's good. That's good one in now. Accountability, yeah. bitch. Accountability, man. Hell you yeah. gotta be all oh, that self accountability. You gotta hold it down for yourself, right? Hell yeah. Shout out, shout out, shout out. I want to shout out Osiris for doing a fucking show, bro. Big O. We up in this bitch, man. Yes. Bali music, bitch. Yeah. We in this bitch, man. Hey. I, I want to shout out uh, all the people that retweeted the uh, our previous shows every week on. Twitter and SoundCloud, our new followers on SoundCloud. Right. Um, I want to shout out to all the people who requesting t-shirts. I, I'm a re-up. Boy, they is on you on these t-shirts. I'm gonna look, I'm a look for no the plugs. Choice. You know what I'm saying? So the next uh, next time we get the the, the re-up, I'm gonna let y'all know. So shout out to people looking for get the t-shirts. Get shorted them man. sandals and socks. Too. Man, <laughs> my dog. He wanted the goddamn sandals and, and we got another follow uh, uh, a sweatshirt. Man? Man, they we working sandals. on it. We working on it. <laughs> Power lunch out sandals. Bro. Power lunch out sandals. Uh, I want to give a shout out again to Osiris. Thank you so much for coming out to do this show, man. I appreciate you for appreciate real, y'all, for real. Man. Appreciate it's, y'all. It's a good look for, you know, we've been doing this segment about especially black men, black business, black artists doing a thing, just coming in contact with it. I know we say local talent, but. It's not to me. It's not local talent, you know. These people are on national scales. These people are doing their thing in the game and they're grinding. And they each person has given a great, uh, what's what I want to use a a great contribution contribution and and outlook from their viewpoint of life. You know their their stance, where they come from, what they what their experiences have been enough to tell you and we got a great lineup next up next week we got tico coming to the mic tico. so it should be a good time shout out tico shout out tp in the field uh it's gonna be a good time real talk um next week uh for those trying to look for me i'm kind of gonna be off the grid so uh i apologize early <laughs> you know if you call me my phone i don't connect you know it's not personal I'm gonna be off the grid for for a week or so, so I'll be back next show though. Got any shouts, big dog? Man, shout out to the Power Lunch Al for having me here. Uh, 
Definitely, uh, man. Yeah. Like a, a big up and a blessing to be here yeah, amongst these guys, man, doing anything. Man, shout out to my next album and my previous album, Tis the Season to Be Bali. Next album, Bollyluya. Got, got to shout that shit out, man, because uh, sure. that's why I'm here in the place. Man, Valet will be dropping real soon. That's my next single coming up. And shout out to Top Chef Entertainment, Duke Stagall. Man, you know what I'm saying? One of the main people pushing me. Always got to do that, man. Shout out to the youth for always fooling with me. And uh, being a part of my next venture or my next event, man, it's always love. And shout out to the people who always listening and fucking with the movement that I got going on or anybody movement doing something positive, man. And so that's what I mainly want to shout out. And shout out, man, to spirituality, man. We got to keep that going strong because religion is killing everything, but spirituality is keeping all of our bodies and our minds in place. Mm. You know what I'm talking about. You Deep know? word right there. Man, big Deep bro word. love you, man. Big bro love you, man. Deep word right there. Uh, anything else I'm forgetting? I'm pretty sure we all know, but it's, it's, it's been live tonight, though. It's yeah. been live. It, 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 it's one of our longest shows ever. Fucking long, man. Yeah. I, I love this shit. This shit dope, This bro. shit, man, I live t- for I talk forever, nigga. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I live for this shit. It's probably our recorded longest show ever. Yeah, and exactly. That's why I told y'all motherfuckers to cut me the fuck off. We man. ain't cutting you off, man. We're going to do this shit, we man. Let cut the ride. fucking show off, man. Edit this fucking Motherfuckers sipping their wine. They just bought another bottle. Like, I got to finish the show. Goddamn. We, that's what we want. Yeah. <laughs> shit. So, yo, salute to you. Appreciate what you. What fuck is that fine ass? Selena. That's Selena? She was sticking to the motherfucker when she had a snake on her body right there. I don't remember last night. You got to stop watching TV while we record the show. I'm sorry, man. She had a snake on her body. She was sticking lips. Selena Hayek? Is that her right there? Selena Hayek? Hayek? Selena? That's Selma Hayek. Selma Hayek. That's what it is. All right. Yeah, Selma. Yeah, we fuck with her. Selma Hayek. Yeah. It was a die. Yo, this is the movie Hitman's Bodyguard. I got to see this shit with Sam L. Jackson and Ryan. Already, from, uh, Deadpool. Yeah, yeah, I'm watching this shit. All right, all right. I yeah, love we we it, st- gotta stop watching TV. Gotta stop watching TV. Anyway, if y'all want to catch up with us, uh, email us at powerlunchhour at gmail. Send your I got time today letters in, uh, fix my life questions in, or any news story that you might have that we forgot. Send it in to me. We'd be happy to post that shit. I have no problems with it. As always, you can catch us on SoundCloud. YouTube is going to be under redevelopment and it's coming out soon with all the episodes on there as well. Um, anything I'm forgetting? What else? Anything? Anything? Oh, I can't think of it. All right. Well, as always, good people. Thank you for listening to us. We love you. Come back next week. It's going to be even doper. Yo, love you from the bottom of my heart. Shot! Tip your bartender. Power Lunch Hour is out, this bitch. We out. We out.